This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Ignition Inc. 2016, Artist Alley Evolved. It is January 30th, 2016 from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Over 40 different artists and creators are selling artwork and creations. The tables will be filled with artists, creators, game board designers, authors, and more. Also, do is the first 100 people through the door get free burn bags. As well as there's going to be some amazing special cosplay guests, as well as the Cantina Arcade, which is sponsored by our friends from Free Play Florida and the Pinball Lounge. Yep, they're going to have a variety of arcade games and pinball machines, and there's going to be console video game tournaments sponsored by the Hourglass Brewery. Also, the Renaissance Nerds will be painting live at 1 p.m., and they're amazing. They're three artists on one canvas. You can't miss it. The Coffee Shop of Horrors is going to be there giving out free coffee samples. They'll be selling their coffees. And, of course, our boys from AG at Productions will be taking pictures in front of their green screen. And Deuce is going to be an official after party at the Hourglass Brewery starting at 6 p.m. Following video game tournaments, special deals, delicious brews, live performances by musician Billy Floyd and the dance group Mystic Flares. That's right. And all you got to do is go to www.ignitioninc.com or facebook.com forward slash ignitioninc. The tickets are $6 online or they're going to be $8 at the door. You definitely want to check it out. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and I got my main man, my partner in crime, my broadcast partner. Tag team partner for life. (laughs) Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every episode of the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Ooh, got a little bubble action on that one. I heard the bubbles. Bubbly. Yeah, I heard the bubbles on that one. And, of course, uh, Deuce, we'd love to have friends with us and special guests. And, of course, uh, we have our good friend from Grapple Maniacs on the Facebook. Founder the founder of Grapple Maniacs. The, Thank you very the, much. The founder. we're all about the, the president around here. The, fr- the president and founder of Grapple Maniacs. CEO. CEO. <laughs> Chairman of the board. Chairman of the board. Uh, and uh, he is uh, Sean Cook. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, man. Of course, you guys might remember his voice because he's been on previous episodes. Uh, we did. We had actually a year from now a post Royal Rumble. He yeah. was on that episode as well. He might That's have true. to get in the Royal Rumble we're having soon. It's going to be you, Nate, and Corey for the podcast off of who has been on the show the most <laughs> because it has become a running feud between Nate and Corey of who has had the most podcast appearances. Yep, and it's funny because some of them have been in the background too, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because uh, that that one that that actual Royal Rumble taping was so loud because there's so many people around us talking. Oh my god! Remember, you can like hear everybody was in the kitchen. Then my mom and dad showed yep, up. And I like, remember people yeah. were having like full on conversations well, in the back room. It sounded like it was a bar. The only person who wasn't making any any sound was our our friend, the our deaf good Brian. Brian. Yeah, the, the, deaf old, mute. the deaf mute from Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're obviously back again. Um, this is post Royal Rumble. Um, the Royal Rumble. But, uh, the Royal Rumble was uh, on twenty uh, fourth and of January of two thousand sixteen, and it's kind of funny because I made a post today that I found online. Today, as as of taping, this is uh, January twenty sixth, two thousand sixteen. It's been exactly two years since we've seen CM Punk uh, in a WWE uh, programming. Yep. So that's for all you guys at home. Uh, it's kind of a sad moment there. CM Punk, the MMA fighter. Yeah, <laughs> I saw you made that post. The on MMA there. fighter who hasn't like 
fought yet. Who has like an eighty six rating in the uh, the new fighting game? Oh, the new. Oh, don't yeah. even get me started on that. Like the internet blew up, and I yeah. kind of loved it. I'm like, of course Dana White's. I'm surprised Dana White didn't make the motherfucker ninety. To be honest with you, be yeah. like, he's almost as good as Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course uh, we have a lot to talk about, and we're gonna do our best to fit it within an hour. But it might go a little over. So this is uh, for all you wrestling fans out there. First of all, go to Grapple Maniacs. Awesome page. Awesome place to talk about because it's all about loving pro wrestling. It's about oh, yeah. what we love, you know. And Absolutely. it's a good community too. Like yeah. there's multiple posts and every day. It's funny. Oh. I, I I feel like this has actually given me a, a platform to talk about wrestling because I talk before Grapple Maniacs. This is true. Before Grapple Maniacs, it was like I'd make a few posts here and there about because I know the whole world doesn't want to see me t- geek out when The Rock came back. You know, a couple years ago, uh, and uh, I just people were like people didn't care about that. But now it's like. Grapple Maniacs, I'm finding myself posting every day now. I'm oh, like, yeah. leaving comments every day, and it's great because I don't get like judged. It's like, I love what you love. Sure, we may have differing opinions about it, but hey, we appreciate each other. Well, we, we do have a few haters in our group that we just sure like do. to do oh, yeah. it to get There's a rise like out of people. There's four guys in there that are But I mean, everybody trolls. I know for the most part, um, personally, yeah. um, there are some people who I've met through there. Uh, sure. But everybody, has, it's a good community so far. Yep. We're about fifty people strong. Yeah. So we're we're getting there. It's a slow burn. And I'm trying I'm trying to build up you know some kind of community activities. Like I'm planning a couple of two K sixteen tournaments. Absolutely. Uh, of course, it's, it's still waiting for more answers on who's got what system. But Absolutely. yeah, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. and we're we're Deuce and I are trying to get our, our wrestling fans in there. We have a big shout out to our good friend C J Bambino, the great uh, C J Antonino, the great Bambino, uh, yeah. who is on our show. He's a uh, a wrestler from uh, New York. I think he joined the group too. He didn't did, he? yeah. He's yeah, he's in the absolutely. Group. He hasn't so, really said much, but yeah. but he's watching. Cause yeah. Now we're talking and stuff, and he he actually really likes having a platform as well, and likes to be able to get. Yeah. Also, it's funny. Let, let's talk about this real quick before we get into Royal Rumble. There was a little bit of a controversy about posting spoilers. Can you please clarify <sighs> that real quick? All right. What's the clarification on that? Well, the problem is, let's start. Let's talk about the problem first. Sure. What's the problem? We talked about a match that happened on Raw mm-hmm. last night, and somebody said, "Hey, what about spoilers? Spoilers? The spoiler warning only pertains to specials and pay-per-views. It does right. not yeah. pertain to live shows, tape shows, whatever." Correct. Uh, we had someone complain that we spoiled a match from Raw. He didn't get a chance to watch it because he just got home. Sure. At like eleven o'clock. Too bad. I, you know, it's a good friend of mine. Yeah. We all know we, who he is. We, we, yeah. we, we shared some choice words with each other. Yeah. Um, I won't share the one word I said because I think it's, even for a podcast, it's a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, other than that, I'm, we can't fight spoilers regardless outside yeah. of the group because WWE post, TNA post, well, when they have them. Well, even, even me, I had to catch myself because I didn't get to watch Royal Rumble live. Uh, not the first half of it, I didn't. I actually, I was at a, our good friend Michael Carey and Elaine Carey, their daughter their Aurora. Birthday, right? They had a her, she turned nine. Aurora turned nine. So happy birthday! Because they're listening, even though they don't really listen to the wrestling, they still would listen to every episode. So yeah. they're hardcore fans. They listen yeah. to every episode. So big shout out to Aurora and Michael and Elaine, and uh, happy birthday, Aurora! And, and so thank you for getting my uh, Rock Band three back. I appreciate yep, it. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. I was there for half of it, and then I got home, and uh, our third member, Brandy, we were like, hey, uh, what do you want to do now? I said, well, the Royal Rumble is still on, and this was during the Divas match, uh, and I was like, all right, so I, I went to the network, which is only nine ninety nine, and uh, I was able to watch uh, from there, 
And what I did was after that, they did this long caveat, like, I don't know, in between this long thing about Royal Rumbles. I went back and was fast, went back and rewound uh, the network, and I was catching up on everything. And we'll talk about those matches in a minute. But I remember going into it, I was like, oh, cool. So, like, the the cool, the fun, the reason why I think people are so uh, appealed, so it's so appealing, the Royal Rumble is like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it is the bit, you get everyone in the ring, it's mayhem and chaotic. People love to watch and it. Plus, uh, it's fun and it's easy because, especially when we have my big Royal Rumble party at the house every year, it's fun for, like, people to bring their girlfriends and their wives that aren't big wrestling fans because it's easy. It's like, if they go over the top rope, their feet hits the floor, they're out. Like, you don't have to explain. Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, it's super yep. easy. So, yeah. And so it's interesting because with with Grapple Maniacs we have all the people on there from all over, right? Let's, not everyone's in Florida, right? Everyone's from all over, and it's really cool. Like you, you know, wrestling has really grown a lot, especially with the network going back in. And I, I think a couple of episodes ago, Deuce and I were talking about how I did like this homework unintentionally, just went through and started watching like the Attitude Era from '98 on to like 2004 or whatever, 2003, and or 2002. And I remember just like loving everything that was going on, and I and I, and I said if those didn't hear the episode, one of the main reasons I love the Attitude Era wasn't for the TNA and like the hardcore like showing all kinds of stuff. It was more about how they developed matches and how there was a slow burn, and it wasn't a thirty day feud up to a pay per view. It was two or three months building this this stuff up, and how even like something as simple as the Rock and Stock connection like. They built that up. It wasn't just like overnight. No. All of a sudden, we're we're a tag team. It like it build and build and For build, months. and they threw in Rocco in there, and then they kind of dis- disbanded and they came back together. And then of course, Rock, this is your life is still the most watched episode of Raw ever. Yeah. And like this going on, and like just how they built up characters and had that slow burn that you don't really get to see anymore. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's sad actually. It makes me kind of sad that you you have these awesome like Taker. Or well, obviously Taker's kind of a weird example, but I would love to see more of Taker and Bray Wyatt because I feel yeah. like they really could have, like, if this was back in the Attitude Era, they would have been three, four months strong with this oh, feud. Yeah. Like, it would have been like, all right, just get Taker's pay-per-view, he's done. And plus, they need at some point to have a serious passing of that torch yeah. of, like, you know, I'm the guy who's kind of got the new crazy kind of dead man kind of character. Yeah, because I love know, Bray Wyatt. I, yeah, I, think I love him too. still under, underutilized personally, but... Uh, Let's kind of get into the Royal Rumble itself because before that there was a Deuce has his paperwork here. Yeah, what yeah, was no, the first right ahead, uh, man. Yeah, the first match was the uh, Royal Rumble qualifier kickoff match, uh, which was Darren Young and Damian Sandow, Dudley Boys Ascension, and Mark Henry and Jack Swagger, and the winners both got to get into the match. But the thing that really I loved about it, Damian Sandow came out in his blue. Uh, you know, his, I don't know what you call that, like a, his a robe jacket, robe, and, and yeah. towel. Like, he brought back the old, old back to using you know. that gimmick And I'm again, like, yeah. he he needs to stay with that. Dude, like, it was so opinion. over, yeah. too. Holy crap. He blew he up. So, yeah. He was so over. This was obviously taped in Orlando, Florida. So, very close to our, our, our mm. neck of the woods. Yep, our absolutely. backyard, if you will. And uh, a word on the street is Jeff, the three-time XFL champ was there with the belt in the box, in the skybox. Of course he was. Yeah, Yeah, of course he was. We all told him, we said, the one thing you got to do since you brought the belt is you got to see if you can get a wrestler to sign it. Like, we need to get our championship belt signed by wrestlers at wrestling events. Absolutely. So so that match, um, let's talk about that match. Thoughts on the match? Well, honestly, I I didn't know because I caught that match. and I Not from the beginning, but halfway through, I was kind of confused of what was going on. It was like I saw... Jack Swagger yeah. and Mark Henry like, unintentionally no matching. Sense. Yeah. Like, like their okay, outfits match. Okay, that's kind match, of a cool but, team, yeah. but what? Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, I thought, what's his face? The guy who I affectionately call Black Cena. 
Yeah. Um, Darren Young. Darren Young. I thought he was injured. Yeah. So I was like, why is so he playing? I, I you know, thought he like, was He's too. playing a heel. What is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was a good match. And when it broke down into that crazy brawl. Yeah. You know, it's just, again, under they're destroying my favorite tag team of NXT history with the Ascension. The Ascension. Oh, well, that, week that's by a week, train wreck. Yeah. yeah they're just wreck. getting no time. Well, they literally Barely mocked them. We said this before in that episode. They literally mocked them. I mean, JBL and Ron Simmons were just, like, mocking them, like, in ring, like, making fun of them. Like, I don't get it. I don't know who they pissed off or what. I don't Something know. And now happen. they're the lackeys of Stardust, right, still? Or is that not going on well, anymore? Funny you should mention that. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a post by by Stardust saying that Stardust is coming to an end. Oh, that's right. Really? I, I so we that. might be seeing Cody again. Or it's just screwing with us because he likes to do that, too. He does. The only only reason I'd say no to that is I really think they're building up to a Stardust Stephen Amell match at WrestleMania, and I that's think what maybe, I thought too. I think after Mania is when we'll see Stardust come back because if I did my math right, I think by the time Mania is, they'll be done filming the season of Arrow, so he'll be able to do what he wants. I yeah, mean, that's Stephen true. Amell. Well, I thought speaking of Stephen Amell, we never really talked about this on the show, but I, I thought he did a pretty darn good job when he was. On ta- well, well, what pay per view was it? It was SummerSlam, it, I believe. Yeah. It was SummerSlam, awesome. but it was so nice great. because he brought new people to the product. Prime example, we had our good friend Claire Davis and her boyfriend yep. uh, came with us to to watch the pay per view at my house. And the reason they were there was for Stephen Amell. Yep. I mean, they could have given two shits about everybody mm-hmm. else, but yeah. they wanted to see Arrow. Yeah, and they yeah. seemed to enjoy themselves. They oh, they had a blast. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he did. I, I still could believe that he he did. He jumped off the top rope, off yeah. the, the top turnbuckle, off outside. I was like, dang. <laughs> On top get... of that, they're mid filming Arrow at that time, so, it's so you're like, like if you make sure you gone, catch me. Yeah. Make sure you catch yeah. me. You know, want to tweak something or break yeah. something. Oh my god, they would never hit the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so who won the match? I forgot. Who won that match? That yeah. was that match was uh, Mark Henry and Jack Swagger. That's won. Oh, that's right. They won because they, they were in the Raw Rumble. That's right. That's right. Uh, although I would love to see Sandow because he would have been so over. <laughs> uh, match was okay. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it did kind of get kind of ca- weird at the end, chaotic. Uh, of course, the ne- one of the next matches was the WWE Tag Team Championship. Um, they're not in order. They're not in order. They're okay. not in order. Just so I think it was the next Intercontinental. Was... Intercontinental was next. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, what, it was the what they it was it? the last the last man standing. standing, standing match. Match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I. Big props because our, our my um, WWE performer of the year of 2015 was Kevin Owens. I absolutely love Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Steen for all you guys uh, in the independent circuit, uh, which you know, hanging out with Sean for the last year or so or longer than that. It's been a few years now. He's the one that kind of got us in, like really introduced into Kevin yeah. Steen. He's like, hey, watch out! This guy's gonna be big. This is before he was even in the picture. He's like, yeah, this, this guy's gonna be big. He's, be, he's you were yeah. saying like as soon as he got signed, you're like, you need to watch. So out I went back and I went back and watched all kinds of old stuff. And I remember watching him, him and uh, Cesaro back in the day. And this is back when he was Claudio. And I remember like just watching that. I was like, wow, they put on an amazing match in like a room of like 200 people. Like no one was there. Yeah. And, I, and it's on YouTube. We could find it. And I was like, oh, this is so fascinating to see like Kevin. Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens was doing all these amazing, you know, things back then, and and like how he's really taking that true heel character, like really getting into it, like investing himself into it, and I just I believe everything he says. I, I love it. I he he owns he owns the mic. He's great on the mic. He's he believes it. He eats he eats his you know Wheaties every day, and like he he's he's drinking the Kool Aid, whatever. He's doing all of it. Like he's he's really invested in that character, and I think 
I think he's getting a lot of respect from the, the locker room because of it. Yeah. Because the dude's like, you know, he's been in the business for how long now? Like 15 16 years? 16 years, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's been so there like, a long time. Yeah. So he's been in it forever. And like, he, he loves and breathes and eats and sleeps the business, but he loves his family. And, and like, it was so fascinating to hear, like, there's that awesome thing on the network, the three the table for three. Uh, which I is love that it. Show it's on the so network. good because it's so cool. It's, 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 a, it's a shoot, it's yeah. not a work, you know? And uh, so we're going to be using uh, wrestling terminology, by the way, for those uh, Which, listening. By the way, before we, we, we leave that topic, there's one thing I got to throw in about the network because I wanted to throw it in tonight. You have to start watching Ride Along. Like, Ride Along is the greatest thing ever. It, it was, they had uh, D- Dolph Ziggler and Miz in the car, and then they had another car with New Day. Well, uh, Big E and uh, Xavier Woods wanted to go to Wendy's, and. Um, uh, Kofi wanted to go to this place because he's like, no, man, I lived in Boston. Like, there's this great place we got to go to. And it, they're all getting out. And he's like, yeah, Kofi's like, yeah, man, I only got like $5. And Big E from the back goes, man, you've been working for Vince for how long? And all you got $5? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you've been working for Big big, big, big Vinny V for this long and you yeah. got $5? <laughs> That's the same thing where, he, where they opened up the trunk and Xavier's Game rig fell out. Yeah, and he was damn near lost his, his shit. Well, he said the same thing in the in the because he brings the, it around. On, on, no, he on, put it yeah. in the truck it, when they got on the the road trip show or whatever it's called, right along. Yeah, and he's like, "We're putting this in first, and everything else is going on top of it, so it doesn't fall out again." Because that game rig he's got is huge. Well, yeah, for those at it's home, got a TV like built yeah. into the rig. For yeah. those at home, um, Xavier Woods has a channel up, up, down, down. down. Yeah. And uh, he he's a gamer. He's a gamer at heart. He's Hardcore a gamer forever. Gamer. He's a and gamer, he, and he's got a PhD. Yeah. Yep. He's a smart, smart dude. dude. He's very yeah. smart, and he has a double major too, I think. Uh, and he and the cool thing about it for your wrestling fans, even if you don't like video games, he brings in like on the road, like he brings in people in the backstage and they play with him and stuff, and like it's fascinating. Yeah, different wrestlers, which yeah. I like because yeah. like WWE approves it and they don't make him be characters. Well, it's weird because yeah. it's all it's all a shoot. It's not a work. Like yeah. he he calls the role names of the people. Doesn't call like or he, he gives them like calls them by their nicknames too. True, like, true. like Heath Slater has a nickname. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating to me, and I and he, you can tell he's really passionate about it. And and also it's another revenue stream for him as yeah. well as another backup. Obviously, he's got a PhD. The guy is smart as hell. But like it's something else that he can be working, involving. Always have a backup plan, right? Backup yeah. option. Backup, backup, backup. Because you know the lifespan of you know a WWE performer is you know. And like we, like they say it with the New Day, uh, that show is not booty. Truth, truth. We'll get into the New Day a little bit later in this uh, program. But what did you guys think of the last main standing match? It kind was a great pre- match. Yeah, it I loved good. it. Yeah. It went the way you thought it would go, right? Like yeah. I wasn't, I didn't feel it, like. Yeah, it was more violent than I thought it was going to be. Sure, yeah. Um, for a PG era. For a PG era, which yeah. pay-per-views, they've been getting away with a lot. Yeah. Um, but like. There's a few spots that they did, especially Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, always putting Dude. him, putting his body ahead of everybody else. He took else. some shots yeah. tonight, like he was doing that quote unquote limp shots. on the yeah. way to the to the Rumble match. But yeah. like the dude was, you could tell he was freaking hurt, man. Like yeah. he, he he wasn't. And I think that's one thing about Dean Ambrose. Like I kind of want to touch on him real quick because Dean Ambrose has really gotten over in the last year. Like you know, I, I he's I super over. He's super over, and I feel like. His feud with Bray Wyatt was really great that no one really talks about anymore. But him and Bray Wyatt had a pretty good over a month. It was longer than a month, uh, and I feel like you know that really put because Bray Wyatt was really over at the time. And I really think that showed respect for the audience because it was a weird when you had to like disband 
uh, the shield. Like people didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I remember right. all of us were there. We we're like, breaking. What just happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you didn't know are all three going to be successful alone, or all you know, one's going to drop off and be forgotten about. And Roman Reigns kind of was that guy for a while. He was kind of like he still kept this the the uh, the jacket. The gear, yeah. Like he still looked like he was part yeah. of the shield. Like he didn't really have his own thing. And all of a sudden, it was like Dean Ambrose. He was just going nuts. Like he was yeah. always kind of crazy, but like he was going even crazier in matches. And I feel like with the match with him and Bray Wyatt, like they had that ambulance match. Like there was all kinds of stuff they were doing, and I really feel like that kind of put him over it a little bit. And that's that's a sign of a good performer is when you're working with someone and you could both put each other over. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of times it's usually one sided. Like Chris Jericho, amazing performer, one of her top ten probably of all time for me personally. He's also really good at putting people over. You know? uh, absolutely, and, yeah. And, like he brings in like what he's doing with AJ Styles, which we'll get into later. Like he's he's putting people over. Like he he brought Neville and brought Neville, put Neville over. Like he's putting you know everyone over, and I think it's great because he 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 doesn't really need to be the top guy anymore. He he's been there. He's 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 had his time to shine, but he still loves the business enough. I mean, I don't know how old is the dude now. His forties, late forties, forty mid forties, I think. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, he's not in his quote unquote best shape he's ever been. Obviously, no. he's showing his age a little bit, but he he's still giving his all. I mean, dude gave a lot in Royal Rumble. No, he stayed in the match he, forever. He, he was he in, was in there for a long. He came in and we'll, we'll get to it later. But yeah. I think he's like number six. Yeah, he came. Yeah. He's been in there for a long, for a hot mm. minute. You know, like he was there for a while, but like he goes through the spurts. We'll come back and go and come back and go, and it's great to see that. Although the dynamic of the WWE audience is kind of changing and revolving, uh, evolving uh, lately, he, he still people still know who he is, and that's yeah. good because not ever you bring someone in that's you know from the old era, the Attitude Era doesn't always work. Bring them back in and whatnot. Uh, example: New Age Outlaws didn't really work the way WWE. Yeah, no, I really. loved it. It was like, good for like a week. We knew. We yeah. did. Yeah. But it was still kind of like, all right. But The Rock, someone like that, people were like, okay, they still know who he is. You know, Obviously, he has the pedigree of movies and stuff. But uh, I thought the match was good. Um, I felt like it kind of was a little bit predictable. I knew Owens wasn't going to win the belt back. Uh, they, I think they wanted to really push uh, Dean Ambrose because yeah. I think the problem with Dean Ambrose is when he had the United States Championship, he only defended it twice. Yeah. yeah. That was it. That was it twice. He had yeah. that how long? A year almost? Uh, over a year. Over a yeah. year. And he defended yeah. it twice. He's the longest reigning uh, U.S. US champion in WWE history. But it doesn't matter. It don't matter if you don't defend it. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I think I think actually Kevin Owens, as little as he held the belt, I think he gave legitimacy back to the Intercontinental title. Yeah. I really do. I, I think he really he did. did. What what he did for the Intercontinental title is what John Cena did for the U.S. title. Exactly. He yeah. made it legitimate, made it serious. Yeah. Because yeah. for the longest time, U.S. title was a joke. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but yeah, of course, um, you know, great match. Uh, we we kind of knew what was going to happen at the end. Great performance by both both uh, competitors, and I feel like it kind of elevated both of them. Um, despite Kevin Owens being so over right now, the guy's so awesome. Um, hashtag uh, fight Owens fight. Uh, he's at at fight Owens fight on Twitter actually. So they got the whole branding thing really nice. I remember it's funny. What was it like a year ago? You had like a KO shirt on, and it was the old style one with the duct tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty boss. Sorry, uh, really really cool. Uh, so yeah, big big shout out to both of them. They they did a great job. And of course, uh, Dolph Ziggler or not Dolph Ziggler. I'm looking at your sheet wrong. Um, Dean Ambrose won a match, of course, uh, retained the title, and. Uh, it's really tough when you have that last man standing match. Like you have, yeah. It's not your typical twenty minute time, quote unquote, twenty minute time limit. Yeah. Uh, as they used to call they it. They went a long time too. Long I think time. they went almost thirty. At least. I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was a hot minute. Like yeah. it was. It was a while. I mean, 
the Rumble card usually pretty light because I got to save all that yeah, time exactly. for, the, for the Rumble. Rumble so. But they really gave it their all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I really appreciated that. Then, of course, after that was the United States Championship or was it the Divas? Mm. Tag titles. Tag titles. Tag titles. Oh, sorry. Tag titles were after that. And, of course, that was the Usos versus the New Day, which let me just say this. It, it's kind of mixed on the Grapplemaniacs, but I feel like the New Day is over, way over in, the, in, oh, in, in normal. Oh, so over. I think our page, your page is kind of like, all right. Some people well, are like, For ah. anyone who thinks they're not over, they're stupid. Yeah. yeah. They're they over. Get huge pops. They, they get, get like big 20, segments 30 minutes on every show. On the, yeah, which raw, is great. That's yeah. a huge – that's also – that's a great point, actually, that I, I just dawned on me a couple of days ago. is like they're giving them like huge spots now. Like yeah. this isn't one thing – and I love that Table for Three. You guys need to go check – you know, people yeah. listening, I haven't seen it. They, it's, it's hilarious. They're that's my favorite eating, episode of this It is show. great. Yeah. You got, it really you got, is. They're I just laughing e. the whole yeah. time. I love Big E. He's sitting there like – you know, I, I'm, I'm a little big. You know, I got. You know, they call me Big E for a reason. I think I need to eat some chicken or whatever. Get you know, you seen me? Like you know, uh, it's hilarious. You know, he, he's like, I don't want to die of a heart attack. You know, at a young age, uh, it was hilarious. But it was, they're great because they're all they were all like they this kind of reinvigorated their careers. Yeah. Because Big E got over with. Sorry, we're doing a little bit of history here. Big E got really over with AJ and Dolph when they had their yeah. amazing run, which was awesome run by the way. I really loved uh, loved that run. Uh, and then after that, he kind of like flatlined. They were like, what are they going to do with this big guy? Well, yeah, they broke him out. They gave him the IC title, and he kind of just went. Yep. No one cared. Yeah. And then, of course, Kofi, awesome mid guy for a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like he was the Rumble guy. Like, he only got to see him in Rumble matches. Yeah. Andre the Giant, more Battle Royale. Well, that's a that's a Battle Royale. Yeah. Let's throw or, him in yeah, there. Money yeah. in the Bank matches. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. the, he's the resident spot monkey. Yeah. Exactly. And he was doing all – granted, he did a lot of cool things, you know, fun things, you know, jumping off a chair and do all kinds of stuff, jumping off the table and doing some crazy stuff. And then, and then Xavier Woods. I remember when he came in, he had the. Remember, he's changed a lot. He had the mustache, and he was all like retro seventies look and all that. And he was running and around with Brodus' Clay's, uh, Brodus Clay's really music. That's music. true. And That's he true. had the Funkadactyls for like a yeah. minute. Yeah. And he was doing like the Morphin Time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah. that. I, kinda, yeah. I missed the Morphin Time stuff. Yeah. yeah he used awesome. to before he'd do his finisher. He'd go Morphin Time, and he'd do all that. Well, because he, you know, he obviously, you know, with his YouTube channel, he wears yeah. his geekdom on a sleeve. Like yeah. everyone talks to him. He, you know. He's, even on like the Swerve show, he's wearing Ninja Turtle shirt and stuff. Yeah. Like he had the dude's hardcore geekdom, which I love. I appreciate yeah. that. But now the three of them get together. It's so great to see kind of reinvigorated them. Like, but it is kind of what you were talking about with the table for three with the two of them. He's like Xavier was saying, you know, me and, and Big E had this idea, and we wanted to bring you along, but we didn't talking to Kofi. But he's like. We didn't know if you'd do it because you kind of had your spot. Like, you were yeah. made. Like, you were yeah. made man. Like, yeah. you could kind of do what you want and people ride knew it who out. who was, yeah. Like, yeah, like, people knew who you were. So, we didn't think you would come along, but we knew you with the two of us were a really good fit, and we all three bounced off each other. So, he's like, when I went to the ideal events, before I went, I talked to you about it. I didn't think you'd go along with it. And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I've, I was kind of stagnant. Like, you guys kind of helped me out, you know. It's like – Help me get to another level because I was, you know, at the time, yeah, people knew who I was, but I was, and I think he even kind of alluded to it that he was kind of like the Rumble guy. And yeah, well, Co- uh, um, Kofi peaked at t- in 2009. Yeah. yeah. With his yep. feud with Randy Orton, that was yeah. his big main event push that went yeah. nowhere. Yep. So he peaked then and he just kind of went back down to the yeah. safe spot of the mid card. Yeah. Had a couple more Intercontinental title or U.S. title runs, yeah. but didn't really do anything. Well, there was he a hot that- minute there. I can't remember what the year was where it was like Dolph Ziggler, Kofi, Intercontinental match was every pay per view for like 
eight months. Yep. It was the two of them yep. doing that, that, like the same damn match. Like for every eight other months. month, they yeah. trade it, and, yeah. and it was like this is getting ridiculous. So, yeah. like, I think for him, it was good, and that that team, the three of them, really, it's uh, it's not booty. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, especially in a, in a world where you're the WWE. I don't think they know what to do with stables anymore because like no. you had. Rewind two years ago. You have the Sh- the Shield Evolution. I mean, you had the Wyatt's. All- Dude, that was amazing. And I, we talk about this like they, those those are some amazing stables, and it, it just felt like they kind of didn't know what to do with some of them. I mean, even right now, the Wyatt family feels a little disjointed to me. Like it doesn't feel, have the same magic yeah, as it and had. They have stables again, which is like they got the Wyatts. Yeah. Um, they got the New social outcast. Yeah, social outcast. Oh, which is which like job, I'm enjoying. Job Squad 2.0. The crap out of these. I hilarious. love it. I love it, dude. Yeah. Job, it's like Job Squad 2.0. They're missing 2. one person, and they need to bring. They need to resign Jinder Mahal because he would be a perfect fit. He would be. He would yeah. be. He'd be awesome. Or I actually would like to see. Uh, I don't think it would ever happen. I'd like to see Sandow, but uh, I think it takes away from Sandow. A little yeah, bit. it kind of would. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although they're, they're not doing anything with Sandow, anyways. No, so. they're not. There's another group. An old group? Another another stable going on now. Oh, oh. League of Nations. League of Nations. League of Nations, yeah. yeah. Which, I don't know if Reminds you guys... Reminds me back uh, back oh. in the day with Regal and all them. Well, it's... it's Brian came brought this up. from a damn video game. Exactly. It oh, came, yeah. It, it was, was part of the... United Nations yeah. stable. Yeah. It was like Wade Barrett, Sheamus, William Regal. Cool. Yeah. That, which and, was created... And that, some other dude. I think Del That Rio. was created by Paul Heyman, because Paul Heyman was like yes. the co-creative uh, on the video games for like five that was, yeah, was, yeah. I wonder if he's getting yeah. a little... Uh, maybe he's getting a little kickback. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're not getting pushed so hard, because they don't want to give Heyman all that kickback. Yeah, because Heyman was doing all the video game stuff. But I mean, also with the talks of another stable coming through that has a, kind of an international fame, the Bullet Club. Oh, true. But that's unofficial. Unofficial. But so but, far, what we've been seeing online has been indicative of what's happening in real life. So, like, that's, you know, what's yeah. going to end up happening. That's a whole other show. That's a whole that's other a show, whole right show altogether. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but it's interesting to see kind of like the New Day. Like, they're, A, they have a cool gimmick. People know what they are. They're selling merch like like crazy. I love their new T-shirt, by the way. It's super cool because I actually really like it. I like the color of the black and all that, and the red and everything. It looks cool. Uh, I want that shirt, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I actually wouldn't mind wearing the uh, the unicorn one as well. But I like that you got the unicorn gimmick. You got the symbol for fans to do with the the one-handed point on the head. Like you got this. I think the WWE got really smart with this. Like they saw how it was growing, and then I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm marked out as fuck when Xavier Woods brought the trombone Francesca out and did the final. Fr- Jessica 2.0. Yeah, uh, the Final Fantasy theme. Uh, oh my god, I, I geeked. I geeked out. I marked out like crazy. But anyways, yeah. New Day rocks, and everyone. No one's saying sucks anymore. Everyone's saying rock. Like yeah. New Day rocks. Like, Everybody hated them at first, they did. but they realized yeah. how funny. The, once that trombone came into play, I was on board. I love it. Like yeah, yeah. it was so it was just out of out of out of uh, left field. It's awesome. So of course, uh, they retained their titles. They did. Um, I have a question for you guys, real quick, because we're kind of going <laughs> off on tangents a little bit. Which is what we always do because we're a conversational podcast. Usos, I, I have a little, I have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, mixed feelings on the Usos. I have a love hate relationship. I want to get you guys like thoughts on the Usos, Usos as a whole. Uh, Sean, what do you think? What, what do you think I of them the as the same a relationship? I like, I love to hate them. I yeah, think they're except boring. For I love to hate. Them. I mean, they do some cool stuff, but I can't get behind them as characters. Um, yeah, I get it. They're more of the Samoan lineage. Yeah. I mean, Vince loves. To use always, always his whole yeah. family always love to have showcase the Samoas all the way from High Chief uh, Peter Maivia all the way down to Rikishi the Rock, Umaga. 
yeah. Umaga, yeah. Rosie, yeah. which is Roman Reigns' brother. Brother. Yeah. Which Ming is was WCW only, right? Ming. No, no, Taku. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Taku. Yeah. yeah, he had his run. Yeah. He was also like the Tonga kid yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah. But there's just something about them. I mean, I like them on. Total Divas. I love them on. To- if they yeah. would let them, or well, the themselves. one that's on Total Divas, yeah, the other one yeah. not the one that's yeah. that's married to to Cameron. Jimmy. I think it's Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy's hilarious. If they would let Jimmy just be Jimmy in a microphone, the two of them would get over over. Absolutely. Like if they, well, he I, was the one that was actually commentating uh, on SmackDown as well for, yeah. for a hot minute. Yeah, and then also when they were doing the whole thing with like Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, and then the Usos were together, and it was like a the, little click. Yeah. That they were doing real good, and I think if they just let him be himself, that that really work. Yeah, well, it was weird because like with with the Usos, I, I agree with Sean. I feel like they were very predictable. Like do, they do the same thing. They do their super kicks. They they do their suicide dive out, out in the the middle, the second whatever uh, standing side kick. Standing to you. Side That's kick. not a super kick. I know, right? Well, that was the whole joke online. Was like I, there was this guy that I shared on the Grapple Maniacs. It was like you know all these people do this the the super kick or whatever, and then you have this lonely Shawn Michaels in the corner, you know, because like he wasn't the one that invented the move, obviously. But I feel like everyone does the standing side kick now, the super kick. It was oh super kick, super kick, and that's why I love Tony Schiavone back in the day. Like he wouldn't call it the super kick, obviously for other reasons, uh, competition wise. But like he just called it standing side kick. I'm like, because that's what the actual movie is, is a standing side kick. Uh, but anyways, the Usos, I just feel like they're kind of predictable. Like they don't, Very much they, so. they don't. They don't wow me. Like they, they don't do anything that really gets me going. There's no real story with them. I think that's another thing that people forget. WWE used to do stories with people. Like they, why do you care about these people? Yeah. Uh, WCW was kind of the opposite. WCW is about like the performances, the in-ring action. Like until NWO, they weren't really about stories. There's more about all right, what are we gonna see next? You know, what matches are we gonna see? Yeah, they had when they tried stories back in the day before Nitro and stuff. They were terrible. Horrible. Uh, but yeah, so it was, it was just kind of. And then, and then how uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry I hate when Michael Cole goes you say ooh I say oh and they're like who's so crazy I'm like dude that's I, I hate it I just, it drives me nuts I I I don't and and they have the cool little introduction when they come in with their uh you know with, with Samoan yeah. and stuff and yeah all that. their their tribe chant yeah yeah that's cool and they have a cool look to them and all that and their face paint and all that so and they and they sell merch apparently and they have a fan base there I just don't. If they disappeared now, I wouldn't have any love lost. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, oh, man, hey, remember the Usos? Usos? Who cares? You know. Um, but we're going to take a small break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the United States Championship between Kalisto and Alberto Del Rio. Stay tuned. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Video Games Monthly. Video Games Monthly is a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door. VGM is a must for gamers who own classic gaming systems from the 80s to the 2000s. VGM offers 3, 4, and even 10 game subscriptions for the NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and now both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. And best of all, you keep the games. Every month, they send out a variety of well-known retro favorites and the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for a monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce sent you. 
And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And, of course, uh, we have our good friend, the CEO, the founder of Grapple Maniacs. Chairman of the board. Chairman of the board. President. President. Head of talent relations. Yep. (laughs) Sean Cook. (laughs) Howdy, howdy. Thank you for joining us. I mean, we're very happy. and Absolutely. Uh, we get some awesome, cool feedback on our uh, wrestling because obviously we realize wrestling is like a niche group, but the audience has spoken. They like yeah. to hear these episodes. So uh, I want to talk about the kind of like difference here. Like I wasn't expecting Kalisto and Alberto Del Rio, first of all, previously. Yeah. I wasn't expecting because Kalisto kind of – because let's kind of pull back the curtain, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Cara got hurt. Like legit hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we all know the move. He fell off in his shoulder and all that, and they're trying to play it off like you know. And, and obviously, Kayfabe is, isn't really alive anymore and whatnot. But like, he was legit hurt. You could tell by watching that move, he was legit hurt. And he still finished the match. First of all, big shout out to him yeah, for, for finishing him to, the match. You know, doing you could the tell job. like he was like his whole his whole shoulder was all limp and stuff. I like, thought it was out of place to be yeah, honest. Could have been the way he was walking around and acting. I yeah. thought he had like jammed it completely exactly. out of place. So they're like, "What do you do with Kalisto? Because Kalisto, the Lucha, actually, yeah. I have to say, I like the Lucha Dragons much more than the Usos. No offense yeah. to the Usos, but there's the high energy. You can see the Lucha Libre style, which isn't very apparent in WWE. Like, the, the quote-unquote cruiser cruiserweight division isn't really, like, alive other than Neville, uh, which I love Neville because he's, like, the reincarnation of Ultimate Dragon. Just love his moves. Uh, so, obviously, uh, big shout-out to Sean Cook. I'm looking at my mask up there. He got me for my birthday. Uh, which <laughs> Knew is, that going to get in here somehow. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, gun to head, he's my favorite performer of all time, number one. Uh, and because I, I marked out to Ultimate Dragon so many times, so many years, uh, and I even had to find VHS tapes of him fighting in Japan and all that. Like I, I remember just like tape trading like a mother. Back you sound like me with. I'm just gonna say it because people yes. freak out. I still to this day am a huge Benoit Mark. Yeah. Not yeah. for the man outside of the ring, but yeah. for the guy inside the ring. Whether it was Chris Benoit or. Uh, Pegasus Kid or Wild oh, Pegasus, Pegasus when he lost a mask. Oh my gosh, yeah. I forgot about the um, So many great matches with people like Jericho, yeah. Dragon, yep. Malenko, yep. uh Kurt Angle. Kurt, Kurt Angle. Yep. Um, Michaels, Triple yep. H. Absolutely. Yeah. I can even, I hate to say this, Sid Vicious. Yep. Even sure. though it was a throwaway match, and sure. he got up and left the company immediately yeah. after he fought it, it was sure. still a somewhat decent match. Well, that, that's what we, Deuce and I talked about a year ago. We kind of briefly touched on this, and I kinda, we can we talk about it real quick before we get back into the Royal Rumble matches. It's kind of a weird taboo topic because it's almost like you know the three things you're not supposed to talk about in, in your everyday life is sex, politics, and um, religion, right? And those two things, because everyone always has their own opinion, and you can't really shake people's opinion, really. As long as I've been alive, most people are staunch in their beliefs. It's very hard to like take people to the other side. And so when you bring up Chris Benoit, it hurts me because I grew up, and, and Sean will agree with me, I am a technical wrestling fan, period. I grew up, I, we talked about this in another episode, um, and with our good friend, um, Mr. St. Laurent. Uh, and we, I said the same thing to him in our interview with him was the fact that like I grew up watching technical wrestling and I didn't even know what it was. And I remember growing up, I was like three or four years old. My dad would, you know, we'd watch Shotgun Saturday Night and all these different shows and stuff. And I'd be watching it and having a good time. And, and I remember saying like, Dad, what's that called? And I got, was very fascinated by moves back then, even at such a young age. And my dad only knew like the basic moves or whatever. He wasn't super into it. And then I remember watching WCW and then Mike Tanay would come on and he'd be like, 
oh, there's this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, I'm learning. I'm like, I'm going to take notes. Like, I literally took notes. And I, had to just, I wrote down, and I can't find it anymore. It was a long time ago. But I remember, I remember writing down on a notepad, like, all right, so a front, a front uh, face lock um, is also called a – if you modify it, it's a front chancery. And I'm like, this is at, like, eight years old I'm writing this stuff. I didn't even know what a chancery – I didn't even know how to spell chancery. And I'm sitting here <laughs> asking my dad, how do you spell chancery? And he's, like, going through, and he's like, all right, this is how you spell it. And I remember, like, at that young age, I remember just falling in love with actually what the movies were called and what a good play-by-play should be. And that's another topic for another episode. But I remember just being, like, in love with that. And I remember watching Crispin Waugh, and I'm, like, just blown away by, like, the way how fast he's moving and, like, his holds and everything like that. And then WCW really brought this, like, I just love watching. See, I, I would be one of those kids, like all of us were, where you'd have your you, – you'd have Raw – and you'd have Nitro, and you'd have your previous button where you could flip back and forth. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Totally. Yeah, so like totally. commercial break. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, what's going on here? Yep. Gotta go back. So like, what is a commercial break? You flip it back, and you flip it back. And I remember just watching, and I remember just falling in love with the whole that Rise of the Cruiserweights, as the network would call call it later, uh, the Flight of the Cruiserweights, which is awesome on the Monday Night Wars a documentary. If you guys haven't checked that out, check that out. And I remember just like being like, "Wow, what is this?" You know, all this lucha libre style, and, and from Japan and Mexico, and and I remember just <laughs> like Dean Malenko, like all these people that caught me immediately were like the Lance Storms and the Dean Malenkos and um, Psychosis and Kidman and all the you know all these people coming in doing all these awesome high flying maneuvers and just like learning. All right, so when you do a somersault off from the inside of the rope or inside of the ring over the top, it's called a plancha, and then. The forward motion is a somersault, so it's a somersault plancha. And I remember like going back and forth and, and like making notes and comparing my. I had like a, uh, you know, one of those what are those memo pads with the black on the front with memo mm-hmm. books. Yeah. I remember having like a memo book that I would like. I got full and I had to grab another one. I had like a box. I wish I could have found. It. I think I think we lost some in the move um, from Louisiana to Florida, but I had a box of them with like I had like descriptions and like pictures with them and everything. Like oh, dude, I was so into it. And and it's ne- it's always stuck with me, and I'm always learning because when I when I found out the internet existed, I remember going in and finding like all these independent circuits. Absolutely, I don't even yeah. remember that. I don't remember half of the names of the independent circuits, but I remember going in and be like, "Wow, look at this! There's all these awesome things people are doing." And and there's and then I found out there's different names for these moves. You know, a double underhook and a butterfly are essentially the same move, but you can call it different ways. And I'm like, oh, that blew my mind. My head exploded. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I have to, like, put, like, so what I did was I went back in and I put parentheses around it, like double underhook. And then I'm like, all right, so I put this here and here. And then, and like, oh, man, my head exploded. And I tried to, like, I wanted to learn all this. And I know I'm going to say it, it, you're at home. This is, like, geeking out, like, hardcore uh, but like that's the way I was, and that's the way I've always been. So the fact that Mara Ronello is ba- is in SmackDown, like for me, has put a breath of fresh air in that in that pro- uh, product. I digress. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Chris Benoit was an amazing in ring right. talent, and you have to be able to separate that. And that's the thing is like we don't condone. None of us condone what he did. Right? Like that was horrible, tragic thing. But. The way WWE just wiped him clean, like he does not exist. I well, mean, they, they even wiped him out. They said there's only two people that entered number one yep. and won the Rumble. And they said one of them was Shawn Michaels. They don't tell you the other number guy. Number two was, well, let's talk about something else. Yep. Even his son, his oldest son, right. David. David, yep. Was like, hey, guys, you dropped the ball. And he showed up on Twitter. He posted a picture of Chris Benoit coming out at number one in yep. 2004. Yep. Like, how do you drop, you know? Great, we understand. I mean, he's in the record books. They yeah. t- put him back in. Yeah. So you look at the title histories, all that. They just won't mention his name yeah, on, on TV. television, right? But he's awesome. They they were going to remove him from everything, 
but everything on the network, he's there. He is. They yeah. put like this this disclaimer in the yeah. beginning, like there is these, are, con- these people are characters. characters yeah. This is not real life. Yeah, blah. Yeah, so it's it's it, it kind of hurts my heart because like you don't want to say, oh, I love uh, Chris because you said something on Grandpa Manic saying he's one of your top. Uh, in-ring performance, you know, that's why you have to phrase it because you can say, oh, I love Chris Benoit. He's so great. He's amazing. And then you're like, oh, you like the wife killer? Yeah, the one of the guys killer? on there, absolutely, he loved Benoit. Yeah. That happened. He completely 360'd on the whole thing because yeah. he's like, I have, a, I have a son. I would never hurt my son. Right. I can't believe he did that well, to and I wrote, And I just, out, out of nowhere, I like, I, I, or I did something where I posted something where it was uh, WrestleMania 17 between him and Kurt Angle. I don't know how, why I posted it. And then you were, you were telling me it's okay, and I and I didn't. It just dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, I probably should have asked you ahead of yeah, time. I felt I need to jump in before someone like, decides like to attack you. you. I wasn't yeah. like, oh, look. At some it. people are militant about it. Yeah, so. and so thank you for that. But I was doing it because I I remember how great actually WrestleMania 17 was an amazing oh, WrestleMania, <laughs> one of the best cards Excellent. ever. Uh, but I remember just like that opening match where where uh, and I posted the link um, on there as well. But like I remember just watching the first like three or four minutes. They were doing Greco Roman wrestling on the ground, like collegiate wrestling. Like both just like getting each other in holds and moves and locks and like getting out of it and the crowd was eating it up, which was great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Chris Benoit, you know, say what you will, the guy, you can, I, I don't think you could take away his in ring accolades. The guy, the guy was the best, and he was, and that's one of the things that always upset me with WWE, and they can't obviously now in the hindsight. But like Daniel Bryan wasn't modeled after Shawn Michaels. I tell everyone this: Daniel Bryan was doing the diving headbutt. He has a version of the Cripper crossface. Like he he has modeled himself after Chris Benoit. But they say because yeah, sure he's mentored by Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he went to his 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 school he, exactly. But he was not doing he wasn't doing Shawn Michaels stuff. He was doing Chris Benoit stuff. I mean, the books show you you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, I love technical wrestling. I know Shawn <laughs> does too. Um, and definitely go to grappling grappling. Definitely go to Grapple Maniacs uh, on the old Facebook. And you have a Twitter as well, right? Yeah, it's uh, at the Grapple Maniac. There you go. That's easy yeah. to find. And, of course, uh, definitely check that out and join in on the discussion because we have these pretty candid in, in, in-depth discussions as well. And we'll post our uh, wrestling episodes on there for those that, you know. I post every wrestling He posts every, post every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sean, like, oh, Sean is so nice. He posted, yeah. yeah, he's Everywhere. like, I put him in every, like, it doesn't have anything to do with wrestling. We're talking about who knows, like yeah. whoppers, and it's like <laughs> right in gravel maniacs. Yeah, um, let, let's talk about the, the reason we brought this up is we were talking about the introduction of Kalisto and him taking. That's the reason. Let's see, we tangent it again. Uh, Kalisto kind of getting his own solo uh, career, so to speak. Yeah, and I feel like, and I've said this before, you guys can agree or disagree, but I feel like this is he's not quite, but he's kind of this generation's Rey Mysterio. Oh, no, well, that's exactly even, what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I feel like, you know, it's kind of energizing to see him move. And he, he, Selena Del Sol is a really uh, awesome-looking move. Uh, and obviously, you can break, break down the move, what it actually is, and dissect it because we're technically wrestling fans. But we don't we don't have to do that. But it's a really it's an, a great-looking move. He does it well. He executes it well. Uh, and obviously, he's he won the Slammy Award for OMG moment of the year. Yeah, when yeah. he did it, move through a ladder. I, dude. We all thought Di- he died, uh, dude. That was you know it's based off of your favorite, one of your favorites, your favorite wrestlers, WWE finisher, with the uh, Asai DDT. Exactly. But it also was used by Seth Rollins beginning oh, the right. Shield. It was a Seth Walker. Holy crap! I forgot about that. But they stopped doing that real quick. That's true. I forgot about that. Why they stopped doing it? He he progressed to the curb stomp, and then um, from the curb stomp he progressed to the pedigree. What well, now that. 
I want to see this real quick. When he comes back, we all know he's super over because like his yeah. slammy award and he was so over. Like, and I think he's going to go face now, right? No, that, I, I, there's no other way to go. But does he go back to pedigree? I don't think he does. No, he's got to have a different move, right? Yeah, I think he might go back. He might let him go back to the curb stomp. Well, because he was doing one of the things all about Seth Rollins is uh, he was doing awesome like aerial stuff too and he did like he, he's one of the few people that does the phoenix splash oh yes which, absolutely yeah and for those at home and don't know what a phoenix splash is so you start off reversed facing uh um away on the on the turnbuckle and you do a modified corkscrew like a reverse 450 in a way where you come back and twist in midair and it looks sweet but it looks weird how he does it i love it the way he does it because almost like he's going in slow motion absolutely you know what i'm saying he yeah. has like a delayed response like, it's like wait a second and, but it looks cool like yeah. I, I love it uh but uh the the phoenix splash is a cool move but he does it so different I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's like slow motion. Yeah, he busted that out for the first time in the uh, WWE Brock, last Royal Rumble. Yeah, I remember with that. that triple threat match with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar right. and Jen, old Johnny Boy. Yep, uh, really cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I can't wait to have him come back. We we wish you Godspeed. We wish you well. Hopefully, you come back soon because uh, that'll be interesting when he comes back. Yeah, now that now that Ambrose and and Reigns have really kind of gotten to go up the ladder, so to speak. Well, it'd be interesting to see when he comes back. Oh, dude, would you imagine them coming back as a shield again? Holy crap. It could happen. Like, after how big all three of them got? Like, that... I think it might happen after, maybe, if somehow Dean Ambrose wins the the, the big belt. He could. could. I mean, could. he's over enough. I agree. Uh, what'd you guys think of the match? The uh, Kalisto Alberto... Do- Alberto... Had to cut him off. Sorry. <laughs> they did. What? What'd you think of the match? Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep during that whole <laughs> thing you were doing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I've already lost our listeners. They they've already yeah. switched. They changed the channel already. Um, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Oh, I'm and, bleeding. Uh, Look at that. <laughs> Johnny's juicing. Yeah. yeah, I think I had a little bit right. but I didn't know it. John Johnny's already on. cutting here I, on the show. I'm getting yeah. cut. You guys finish this part. I'm I'm gonna go. I thought I was wound. the one who came in here with all the scars. But I know. Whatever. Here's the funny thing, for those listening at home, uh, Sean came in with his wristband on. He takes it off. He looks like he's about to go in a wrestling match. With he's got his, all his fingers taped up and bandaged up. It looks like one of the well, Dudley boys over there. <laughs> well, the that t-shirt was a helps. T-shirt helps too, and the glasses. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we're not going to get into why I'm all taped up. No, no, no. If you but, live in the area where here in Florida, you probably read it in the papers. So yeah, yeah. Whatever. We will no. move on with this story. No, the match itself wasn't bad. I do have to say, just throwing it out there for the fans listening to give a little backstory. I had an amazing trip to Miami that weekend. And came back that day and was running on, like, four hours sleep. And I got a 30-minute nap before Royal Rumble. So, I was pushing it hardcore <laughs> by Rumble time. It's about so, the same thing with you every year. It actually usually is, to be honest with you. Pretty much any major pay-per-view, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. Every time it's a major pay-per-view, something l- l- ridiculously fucked up happens before it. I don't know what it is. You're either you're out. Go into a hockey game in Miami yeah. to see your team lose. Yeah, yeah. We got badly handed to it. Yeah. Um, or you're going to, I don't know, Hogan's Beach the night before. Yeah, like something ridiculous always happened. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, and I get lost in the in the back alleys of Hogan's Beach, which you know it's not even called Hogan's anymore now, oh, right? No, they've taken everything out. Like it doesn't say Hogan's. They even took Hogan like off the side I mean, of it. You do sell it? I guess they. I don't know what it's called. I didn't now, get a but to go. Yeah, they. Oh, I'm sad. You should, brother. You should be. We've got so many Hogan stories. I know. We need to have. Uh, well, we're gonna have an episode soon. I'm gonna give it a, give it a little quick tease now. Tease. It's gonna sell be, that sizzle. Yeah, it's going to be all of our friends, and it's going to be kind of a deuce roast Uh-oh. where everybody tells <laughs> like the, their greatest dangerous. deuce stories. It's probably going to be at least a two, if not a three part episode. It's, it yeah, it'd be, Absolutely. at this point, it might be a live internet special. It, it really it could, could be, be. because yeah. uh, us telling all these deuce stories. But yeah, so uh, recovering from my Miami trip, uh, I, I liked it, and I will say this: it kept me interested because. I don't. I do not like Alberto Del Rio. Like he's done so much better. Like I liked him in Lucha Underground. He's gone and done so much more and added more moves to his move set. Like he's definitely a better wrestler now that he left WWE and came went to Lucha Underground, came back. Um, but you know the match kept me entertained and kept me there. But it was because of what everything Kalisto was doing. Well, you have to give some credit to uh, Alberto Del. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, to give him some credit because obviously he has to sell some of the moves. That's one thing that people don't really, you know, not non-smart marks realize is the fact that like when someone does it's a, a hurricane, when someone does a hurricane run a DDT, which is really hard. It's, it's it. You have to sell it, and you have to that person getting it done to them has to sell it as well. So like, there is a lot, lot when it, especially when it comes to lucha libre style, you have to be able to like time your moves perfectly, <laughs> or else you get some crazy uh, botches or whatever. Uh, I thought the match was good. Um, I didn't expect Kalisto to come out again. I thought it was maybe a one-time only deal back yeah. on whenever was it Raw or SmackDown that he won it. He won it on Raw a couple weeks ago and yeah. lost it. Yeah. On SmackDown, technically on Thursday, but really Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which was weird for him to lose on SmackDown, but I like that. I'm glad they're having title changes on SmackDown. SmackDown's getting a little bit of a facelift, which I appreciate. Yeah, because USA is like, look, you've got one third of our prime time hours it's between true. Raw and SmackDown. You better beef your ratings up because that's the most money they get is during those prime time hours Absolutely, ad yeah. sales. So it's like, look, well, if you I don't beef it up, we're not going to renew USA the USA needs to cut Raw back to two, to two hours, but it, they're not going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it, and I don't think they need to do it. They just need to do a better job of booking it. If you could book those three hours solid and give good stories. They're starting to get yeah. better bookers. I mean, yeah. they got five time, five time. Not that booker. <laughs> uh, I'll see if he's going to get it. Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> Did you see before the rump? Oh, we didn't oh, see it in the gotta... pre-show. He's got a shucky ducky quack uh, quack thing now, where he goes shucky ducky quack quack, and it's just water with a bunch of little ducks, and they've got like the dreads on them and stuff. So he's stealing what's his face's gimmick, man. Who? That uh, comedian, the one at sued Walmart. Oh, um, uh, uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, dude, that's his thing. Yeah. I remember hearing him on a, on a radio show on in Orlando. Monsters, yeah, yeah, on the monsters. The weirdest interview I've ever heard. Daniel, Daniel, you gotta help me, Daniel. <laughs> he, they said they found him sitting outside the studio because you have to get buzzed in at the radio station because it a problems there. You got to get buzzed <laughs> in, and you've got to have like when I worked there, you had a little lanyard, you had to put it up next to this thing, and there was like a little magnet in it which would open the door. So he's sitting outside the green room. Daniel found him. He was covered in Vaseline. And he said, 
Daniel. Daniel. I remember you gotta help me, Daniel. And he's like, Tracy, what are you doing? He's like, Man, you gotta help me, man. And he put him in a green room and had to chill him out for like thirty minutes before they put him on air. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. For the legal department, allegedly. Yeah. But I was like, God damn, Tracy. But that's what they do now. Every time a comic comes in, they tell their best Tracy Morgan yeah. story, and each one is better than the last. Yeah, everybody's everybody has run it. God with Tracy bless Morgan. you, Tracy Morgan. You're a national treasure. <laughs> I love you, man. You really are. I uh, liked him uh, in SNL as Brian Fellows, the, the animal <laughs> expert. Did you see the last one he did? He came back and he did his first SNL. Now that he's back, yeah. And they had a Brian Fellows and this big what was that shit? The things that spit a camel. And the camel, like, spun around and wouldn't move. And, like, hit the camel's ass was in his face. And they were still having to do the whole bit. And they're doing, like, little bubbles coming up from his head. But it looks like it was coming out of the camel's ass. Because, like, yeah, because, like, his head was behind the camel's ass. And they couldn't get the camel to... Dude, if you can find it, it, which you can, because I think you can go to the NBC app or NBC Now or whatever and watch it. Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest episodes ever. Yeah, so what were we talking about? We're talking about the U.S. title match. Yes, Kalisto, uh, Kalisto and and, and we just shortened him up ADR. ADR. Um, <laughs> I thought it was okay. It felt like the other two matches because it was Del Rio looking strong for most of the match and Kalisto. Coming in. Who I absolutely – I love watching Kalisto. Oh, he's, he's, he's energetic. He's like, awesome. he's like Rey Mysterio mixed with – our truth with some of the new moves he does, sure. spinning and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he, it's unnatural to watch. Absolutely. But I was glad he won. It just seemed like another semi squash match that turned. Yeah. Hey, I'm the underdog. Whoop, look, I win. Yeah. But how long do you think he holds the title? I hope for more than a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I really think they'll probably do a match at Fastlane, but I think they'll do a match between him. Either they'll do one of two things. Either they'll do some sort of big scramble match with it. Or they'll have another match with Ooh. him because the, they Scramble want matches. Well, they want <laughs> some sort ever. of big like Latino match for <laughs> for. Well, no, it, it's true because they're going to be in Texas and they're really trying to court that Latino market. And having a match with him, I think, would really. What help. other Latinos do they have? He's the only one on the roster that I know of. Alberto Rio. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Well, Sin Cara is like Samoan. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. He's Haku's son. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, that's why he has the mask He's on. the faked Sin Cara. Yeah, well, he's yeah, the real Sin Cara. He's, he's Sin Cara Negro. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> back when you had the Sin Cara versus Sin Cara. If you I remember. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I know that they're really trying to, because that was the problem when they lost to Rey Mysterio. Like, what are we going to do about the Latino market? Because the Latino even, market is that, big and pro wrestling. It's not that they lost Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio lost us. Cause like, yeah. dude, I don't he know wants he to wa- come back. That's the rumor. Yeah, yeah. But he's but, like 40 now. But yeah, he's, well, that's doing the thing. Like, he's, he's in the season of Lucha Underground. He's yeah. got a big well, role. I love you, Rey Mysterio, but I mean, you've not really been Rey Mysterio for over a decade. I'm sorry. No. That's just my personal opinion. I think he's just too hurt. I just when think he's well, too when you up. have where he's on what? Number probably 30th in the operation? Yeah. It's true. Between both of them? Yeah. As we call him, the Robert Griffin the Third of the <laughs> WWE. Hey, RG3. A man's gonna have a comeback. Oh yeah, I'm telling you right now, yeah. <laughs> getting on the right team. 
Uh, Once he can get some bionics in there, if they give him like a Terminator knee in that'd there, that'd be cool. Maybe with some cyborg shit. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Rise of Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be because of Robert Griffin the third D three. That's what actually launches Skynet. Nobody knew that beforehand, but it's yeah, going to be RG three knee. The TRG three. <laughs> yeah, it's going to start. You know Skynet. what the activation words is? Eat fresh. Eat fresh. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, of course, Kalisto uh, wins. Uh, I, I, you know, I think it. It'd be fun because we were talking before in other episodes about how there's not a lot for, like, the smaller guys to do. Um, you usually see the big heavyweight stuff. That's what was so great about Daniel Bryan winning the, the title a few years ago is, like, you know, you don't you never thought you'd ever see that. And I think it's kind of nice to be able to give the mid-carters, even though I consider Kalisto a mid-carter, but he's really kind of not now. Like, if you no, hold the title. Yeah, he's upper mid-carter He's upper carter now, yeah, which is upper. great. But I, who else, I want to see him go against Neville or someone like that. Well, I, like, see, I could see that happening. I, I would mean, love they, to see that. They, they push. I mean, they haven't done much with Neville, really, but he's on TV every week. He's pretty over, too. He the usually crowd wins. to watch him, yeah. Well, I can but, see like a fatal four way WrestleMania, like Neville. I, uh, even know. before then, I would love to see like fatal four way Neville. Yeah. Not to cut you off, yeah. but Neville, Callisto, um, throw Jericho in there to continue the story that he quote unquote might be having with AJ Styles and yeah. throw AJ in there. Oh, my God. That would yeah, be the most ridiculous spot fest yeah. match they've ever had. And it's now becoming the. The, the era of the smaller guy again. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is fantastic because I'm it. tired of seeing like I love you know, I love I love my muscle bound guys I do. I'm not, not like Vince because it's yeah. just kinda creepy the way he loves them so much. You know so I'm starting to sound like my bar, my bartenders, not to cut you off, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's closing time. <laughs> exactly. Not to cut you off, but it's like two you need to get out of it. Yeah, you don't want to have five Rybox Rybox. Five right. rabbis? It sounds like you started to joke. <laughs> hey, five you don't want to have five rabbis, but uh But you don't but want it, five guys that look like right ry- right. Ry- I can't say it now. Ryback together in, in one ring. It just doesn't you know what I mean? Like no against Ryback, but like the guy's kind of stiff. Think he's starting to turn around. Like I was actually starting to like. Well, Ryback. it's the female more gimmick. Once he, the Ryback rules went away, like cause no one was over on that. Well, you know? they humanized him. They yeah. did. They did yeah. the whole little thing where he did the solo guy talking to the camera, yeah. but not looking at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, looking out to the side, talking about his life. Yeah, that humanized him. That made him more relatable. Yeah, you couldn't relate to a guy who just like, I want to eat people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, no, I'd love to see a, f- a fader four way for that. You just give, you know, give, give, give the other guys some chances. I think that's what WWE's doing is you're giving Kalisto a chance, and uh, the crowd's pretty much pretty receptive to it. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. And speaking of giving a chance, what about that Divas match? Oof. I, I actually didn't care at all about this match. No, uh, see, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. Are you really? I am a huge Becky Mark. Well, that, but the, my pro- I was until this match. My problem is, is my problem is, is. It's not Becky Lynch's fault, but I don't think the WWE has done a really good job with her. I don't think she, people care about her. She's high energy. I like her as a performer. She's great in NXT. But Charlotte is more fun to watch because she's now doing that whole heel turn with Ric Flair. She's already got name recognition. Uh, I I want Becky Lynch to actually mean something, and I don't feel like she does, and that's my problem. I with felt, her. don't let her talk. You know, I felt this build up to this match – Made her look a lot stronger. She looks stronger, True. but especially when she's going off and just acting crazy and say, "I'm what? I was, I'm gonna make you tap. I'm taking your arm with me, and I'm gonna slap the crap out of your old man." It's yeah. nothing against her. I like her. It's nothing against her. I just I don't feel like WWE's done a good job with her marketing her having like she's the best friends, and now she's not, now I they're not. I feel that's all gonna change because of who came back in that match. Yeah, that's true. You might see the return of. Uh, 
the best at everything or Bay, <laughs> which was Sasha Banks yeah, and Becky boss. Lynch. Because Becky well, Lynch is know. an awesome heel. She yes. is. And you know at WrestleMania they're going to have her versus somebody because you know who they can call on the horn, her uncle, fucking Stoop Dog. And have him. Who's uncle? It, no, Sasha's? Sasha's. Really? Yeah, Sasha's yep. related. It's like. That's her, amazing. I did yeah, not know yeah. that. Snoop Dogg's like. It's Snoop Dogg's cousin mm-hmm. is Sasha Banks. So. Yeah, they're related somehow. They're related. That's amazing. So, yeah. uh, like, I can tell you right now, Vince is probably already on the horn. Like, look, I'll fly you, your whole family out. Oh, yeah. He's got I'll a give great you a relationship skybox. with that company. Yeah, because, so, like, they, yep. he loves wrestling and, like, Vince loves him. So, I can tell you right now, it'll be. Sasha Banks will be at WrestleMania just for the Snoop Dogg connection. And I could even see Snoop Dogg making her like a new song well, I, to come out with and like rapping her out or something. It's not that it's not that I don't like Sa- Sasha Banks or, or Becky Lynch. I just don't I feel like that quote unquote Divas Revolution didn't really pan out the way. No, it fizzled. Yeah. The thing that was, going back to a couple episodes ago, yeah. you mentioned about Charlotte, that's what they should have done with her first. Yeah. Yep. But they had to make her face for people to care about her. Exactly. Yeah. And you never knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You, know? you didn't know, like, if she went heel first, people not be receptive to her and then not get to what happened, you know. Because she was late. If you guys watch any of the uh, WWE Network stuff, she was way late to the game when it came to wrestling. She didn't, she didn't even know until what, a few WrestleManias ago that she was even really wanting to be a part of this. Yeah, I mean, that, that She's happens. always been around. Her, and unfortunately, her brothers never really panned out as much as they wanted yeah, to. Unfortunately. Yeah, like, you one know, of her brothers David passed away. Reed, yeah. Reed the younger yeah. brother, died. Yeah. But he had in his in his well, issues. Yeah. And David. Yeah. David's David. <laughs> hey, he's a former WCW US champion. Yeah, that's yes. true. For a hot second. Uh, but like I, I feel like she was really late to the party. But I really like her. I think I think she even as a heel or a face, I think she did really did a pretty good job. And I also. Yeah, it's cool to see Ric Flair, but Ric Flair doesn't need to be on television anymore. I'm sorry, the guy he's not he doesn't have a face for wrestling anymore, and HD does not done him well. No, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, dude, my wife, that? no joke, my wife, it, she's like, who is that? It, and, uh, and I'm like, that's Ric Flair. She goes, what? That's not Ric Flair. Ric Flair was hot back in the day. I go, yeah, this is hard, what, hard, this hard is what four uh, divorces do, and and oh, yeah, this is what hanging out with Roddy Piper does. True. But yeah, Roddy, Pi- Roddy I, I, Piper still looked like he was forty when he it's, passed. So. It's true. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I see Ric Flair now, I feel like it's a ghost of future of the future. <laughs> it's like, dude, this is your future. <laughs> you could do that to him because he will be in Lakeland for the fan, Fanboy Expo. That's uh, true. We're, we're yeah. trying to work on that. We've been trying to talk to the Fanboy Expo people, uh, you know, and hoping to hook that up. So Fingers hopefully, crossed. Fanboy Regar- Expo. I think I'm still hey, going regardless. Hey, hey. Like, yeah. Dude, it's Ric Flair. I don't yeah. care. Absolutely. Like, you him, I get to meet one of his wrinkles or his nose. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I felt I didn't say I didn't say I didn't like the match. I just I felt like the the buildup was really good. Um, but I felt like I, I just don't know. I it just I feel weird when I watch Becky Lynch now. Like I, she doesn't have the same appeal to me as she did when she was in NXT. And it's not that she's not good in ring and she still does a great job, great performing. I don't really care about her feud with Charlotte. I think that's what it is. If I really kind of break it down, I don't care. And that's just me. It might not be the whole – it might just only be me. But I just don't care. I want Becky Lynch to do her own thing. I want her to kind of break away from the Charlotte deal. I want Becky Lynch to kind of get in maybe with, with Paige or someone else, like kind of have more of a, you know – Well, I, I want – me personally, I want at least two Divas matches at WrestleMania. I want two. 
and I think they've got the talent to pull. Well, it's too. one thing that we said is that the the divas quote unquote divas revolution has given more divas matches, longer divas matches. Like they're they're getting more time and to the shine. The quality's been a lot better too. Exactly. It's not like I'm wa- we're watching Alicia Fox versus a random Bella every yeah. other week, every yeah. other day. Yeah. So uh, it's been better. And we're watching girls that can really go in the ring. So Absolutely. I, think, I, I, lo- I love Sasha Banks. Like, yeah. the, the girl, can she can legit wrestle. Like she's, I think she's you can legit. bank on it. <laughs> uh, Boom. <laughs> of course, uh, Charlotte ends up winning, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, the match was okay. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't my I favorite. mean, it was not any better than any of their other I'm matches. Not sure. I think it was the after match that made that match. When, a- when, after, yeah, yeah, when, when, when Sasha when, came out, and I was like, Oh shit! What's gonna go on? Yeah. She pulls her rings Bank off. Bank statement and, yeah. all day. Yeah. That oh was actually Mar- that was great. I was re- really happy with that. Uh, and then of course, let's get into the Royal Rumble. Um, That's right, because there wasn't any other matches after the ladies' match. Yeah, and yep. one of the exciting, alluring things about Royal Rumble is every year you have surprises. And let me just start off, start off with saying uh, this is probably my least. Um, it was like the least. I don't know. I'm the least surprised filled least surprised filled rumble. I know like, because I lost that bet. <laughs> of the side bets, it was how many uh, surprise entrants will there be, and there were six. And uh, Monica, the commission's wife, was on that side bet too. And like literally, any person that came out, it's like that's a surprise. And Brian <laughs> is our official ref when it comes to surprise bets. There was six and surprises. Was like, Who were the no. six surprises? There I, weren't six. That's the oh, problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was only, only like three or four. Well, I can if tell you that. right now. There were three because a hatch marked it. There was only That's three we'll surprises. We'll get to them in a second. Yeah. But it was it just felt like very kind of predictable run rumble, and I was I, I was kind of sad by that. I was like, oh wow, I don't. Let's, let's go into their, uh, number three. That was the biggest. Uh, not not surprised because the smart marks kind of already knew it. Saw saw the running on the wall because of the contract not being re- contract not being renewed with TNA. Uh, obviously, oh, AJ's, that that was a hot mess right there was, for a second. It was, and they were afraid that. It might not happen because there was rumors that TNA was going to sue. I heard that there too. was no really? legitimate paperwork. It was all just word, just mm-hmm. just words. Yeah. So. Yep. So AJ Styles, um, the phenomenal AJ Styles, uh, for those that watched uh, watched him the day of TNA and, and all of his independent circuits, uh, he is now part of the WWE. And I let me just say this: I knew he was coming. We all kind of all of us scrapomaniacs. We all it sounds know. cool to say that. That's Grapple Maniacs. <laughs> all, all, all us maniacs. Uh, we all saw it coming, um, which is it takes a little bit of a surprise away, you know, because we're all smart marks now. We read and everything, dirt sheets and all that. But I'm not going to lie. I, I, I freaking marked out when I saw him because even though I knew he was coming out, and I would, first of all, it doesn't matter what you and I think. Yeah. It matters what the crowd thinks. And the fact that he got like four or five AJ Styles chants. Just the pop alone from his entrance if you look at the close-up of the, the video, yeah. the dude looks like he's about to legitimately cry. It's amazing. Because yeah. he was so overwhelmed. Because well, think yeah. about it. Because like you, you had this legacy, this heritage, and all of a sudden you're going back to a place that you haven't been back, I don't know how long ago. About three years. Two yeah. or three years. And yeah. that Orlando was TNA's home base. Yeah. Exactly. Forever. Then yep. they left and they came back. Yep. But that, that was the house that AJ built. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he got such a big pop, and and the AJ Styles chance, I, I counted four just in that, just within the first like ten minutes. Even when the, he was getting his 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 ass handed to yeah. him, people were chanting AJ. AJ. Yep. And I was just so happy for him. I and mainly that's why I was so happy. A, I was happy he was there, but I was happy for him that he got the, because you don't know. Sometimes you make a jump over to another brand, you don't necessarily get you know. Accepted. Yeah, exactly. You might not. It might not work. It's happened yep. with one of TNA's worst exports. 
Wild, Wildcat Chris Harris. Remember him? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Part of the greatest TNA tag team of all time. Yep. Yeah. America's Most Wanted. Absolutely. Came over on the ECW brand mm-hmm. as Braden Walker. Yep. Had two matches, was so out of shape. I fired him like a week later. Yeah. And it spawned the greatest YouTube parody video of all time. The best of Braden Walker. Yeah. Three DVD set. <laughs> it's just him walking up. He's like, hey, Braden Walker. Every person he could find. That's awesome. Well, I, I got to say this, though. The one thing that happened during social media that night, which I thought was interesting, is Dixie Carter would not recognize like any tweet about AJ Styles that was positive unless it was like, you should still be in TNA. Me too. Yeah, exactly. I the same thing. Yeah, exactly. But anything positive, she wouldn't favor or retweet. And I'm like, that's some sour fucking grapes, bro. Like, yep. she was so pissed. She's the worst thing to happen to wrestling since um, since Tony Schiavone, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not a big Tony Schiavone fan. You guys uh, yeah. know this. But she makes that company look ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. She made it look so bad. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Sorry, and I just give up. Have one when your daddy gives you money to play with. Yeah. Panda energy. Yeah. Well, the thing I liked <laughs> is the next night, and I don't think he said it that night because A, he didn't get much time to talk, but two, I think he was kind of hedging his bets. Like, I don't want to talk bad about the company, but then the next night when he came out in Raw, he's like, I'm here. I should have been here all along. Oh, dude, that was and like, I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, motherfucker. I'm right there with you. Like, I marked out so there, hard. There, I, felt like, I felt it. I felt it. There was a great a video post post his Rumble yeah. exit, and he's just yeah. like, yeah, I should have been here a long time ago. Yeah, yeah well, dude, like, because that's the whole thing is all psychology for me because, like, you don't know if someone's going to get over. You can't force someone to get over. Even, like, we talked about the Ascension earlier. You can't force people to be over with somebody. But the fact that, like, he, he came out and the crowd – it wasn't just one night. It was two nights. Keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah. You can be over for one pay-per-view, and people just be like, oh, cool, awesome. Cool, you're here. Great. Yeah. Um, move on. Yeah. But the fact that the Raw the next night, he was just as over, if not even more over. And I was just like, wow. Like, I, I, I we weren't the only ones barking out to him now, and I love it. And, and I want to know what the quarter – I want to know what the ratings were for that match because absolutely. I tuned in for that. I Me mean, too. I don't have like, cable. Literally, like, I, I watched it somehow, but – yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to know because it yeah. has to be huge. I yeah. mean, it has to be their biggest segment outside of the Rock, the rock segment. But the yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into the Raw we'll in a second. That. But I will say this. Did you see the WWE.com video today with him? Which one? There were it, two. Well, it was awesome. Like, they, they basically what they did is they had him in an SUV, and it was fully, yeah. like, blacked out. Oh, I didn't that see one it. On the, on Tell me, I didn't see Basically, it. he was in an SUV. It was fully blacked out, so you couldn't see. They pulled him in through the back of the Amway Center, and then as soon as the SUV got in, they rolled the, the big, like, iron curtain down so you couldn't see who got out of it. He got out of it, and they put him right into this huge trailer. Uh, trailer. And they like stuck him in there, and I guess that's probably where he was stuck. In yeah, that's where he was until he, he was hiding. Until Rumble, yeah, and while he's in there, they interviewed him, and he was like, "You know, this is the biggest opportunity in my life. This is like, oh, the I need to go watch this. Done. I haven't seen this. It's, don't yeah. worry, it's on. It's it's on the grapple. Well, well, I thought I saw you, it. You probably know because you saw both of them. You can explain it better. But he was like, "This is the biggest moment of my life." Yeah, he was deal. going. They're like asking, him, "So how do you feel?" He's like, "Honestly, I." don't know how to feel right now yeah it's just so many different emotions yeah. going through me i said i just want to be accepted by the well, fans that's what we're talking about like we um he's like I, he's like i want to be accepted by the boys i mean i know a lot of these guys but i'm coming into their house they're my yeah. friends but this but is I'm their house from, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm from elsewhere yeah. yeah you know i've been here before a couple of times yeah but you know it's i need to prove myself to everybody 
Yeah. And then the man, like I was saying, the the one after the match, he's going on. He's like, yeah, I should have been here the whole time. He's like, I don't. I don't know. He's, he knows why he didn't do it, yeah. right? But yeah. which it's the same reason why Sting didn't do it, yeah. right? They're 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 like brothers they're and friends, friends. Yeah, yeah. Like they're and that's what uh, actually Corey. I got to give big props to Corey. Corey said this because we had lunch the day after the Rumble, and he was like, you know, now that Sting's in there, they seem to be getting a lot of more TNA guys. I agree with that. Too. Bubba Ray Dudley's there. I think Sting is kind of being this facilitator, like, "Hey guys, Absolutely. like they they treated me good. Like they I didn't come in here and get my character screwed. They didn't come in here and well, job that was me what's out. so like I, I was curious because is that his legit name, AJ Styles? No, no, that's what his, I was. His name, his initials are his name. He's Al, I think Alan James is his name. Okay, yeah. uh, and the Styles thing, he was in. He was Air Styles. You see how I'm asking But I think he bought his name early, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, like, he, he owns the like, rights to it. As soon as he because got big in TNA, he didn't like, change first anything. He did, like he came in in like his same outfit, right? His, his outfit was a little different from what I've been seeing because yeah. he had to take like Bullet Club off and all this stuff. Because yeah. I think they're still working on getting the rights to the name. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. So, I, I forgot about that. But uh, he looked very similar to. As yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like I was just watching them in Japan, and he looks almost identical to what he was. You know. Um, when I think you're exactly right. I think they're having a little bit of issue with Bullet Club getting that name because that was the thing. When he came out, I was like, because really, I wanted him to come in later and do a run in like an invasion angle. That's like, what I was The Bullet Club yeah. invasion angle. Yeah. And that's what I was waiting for. So when he came out by himself, I'm like, all right, where are the, where are the rest of the guys? Yeah. Well, so, I know the two guys that are talking about coming over, which is former WWE guy, Doc Gallows. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Gallows. And, yeah. Um, Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson still has a lot of dates in Japan to finish before he can leave. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, how much is a lot? Like a month, two months? Probably about a couple of months. So be, he would. Which is be really, able really to about go. four shows. Right, but if they don't do them really close together, he yeah. can't come for WrestleMania. No. Well, I they don't can know always the exact buy the yet. dates out too. Um, so, yeah, they can do that too. Yeah. But the other big thing, the other guy they're talking about, Shinsuke and yeah. Nakamura, announced Monday. Yeah. That he's leaving New Japan. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. But they stripped him of the IG, IGWP uh, yeah. Intercontinental title. And he's got two shows to do. But yeah. they're relatively close together. They're within this month and next. Yeah. yeah. So he can pop up at any time. Sure. Well, I'm wondering, like, the whole thing is because I was under the impression because they got the new girl from NXT and they've gotten a couple other New Japan stars. I kind of thought maybe WWE and New Japan had some sort of working relationship. They do. So well, Japan I would, has a working relationship with everybody. That's the way it works. Yeah, yeah WWE's trying to pull them away from Ring of Honor. Right. That's yeah. when they did the amazing Liger yeah. match with uh, Tyler Breeze at SummerSlam. Yeah. Or the SummerSlam weekend. Yeah. Yeah. They are, anytime they have a big show, they're going to use guys like Liger or other guys and get hold of. Well, I just figure with that being the case, maybe it'd be easier to work out those dates. Like, look, Probably. we need him. What do I got to pay you to get yeah, him exactly. out of these dates? Or what do I got to pay you to get the Bullet Club name? Like, you know, or do we need to do Vince like... Vince can buy it out. Well, that or do a deal. They're not yeah. Bullet Club in New Japan anymore. No. They're now yeah. called the Elites. Yep. Yeah. Which is only like three guys so far. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the, the, the business-wise won't be as hard to get like yeah. Bullet Club and stuff. So... Which I ain't gonna lie, Luke Gallows owes a name to the Bizclays, and I kind of wish they came and called the Bizclays. I'm like, dude, if they call called the Bizclays, name. yeah, I'm like, so, that'd be awesome. Of course, we talk about AJ Styles, but overall, 
we don't get in every single inch coming in. But overall, what do you guys think of the actual Rumble? Because obviously, let's kind of get closer toward the end of it. Um, um, this is the first time I left a Royal Rumble in probably four or five years. I was happy. I was like, this was a good Rumble. Like, I felt, like, happy. Because, like, a prime example, because we'll talk about it. We, we've done Royal Rumble at my house for probably, what, four or five years? That's actually, I see where you're coming with yeah. this now, the, how the crowd was totally, yeah, like, like, Daniel Not Bryan just that, just that. the crowd in my house. Like, last year was Royal Reigns. We were all pissed. The year before that was... was Batista. Batista. We were all pissed. <laughs> all pissed. Before that, it was two years in a row where it was Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus. Yep. We were all pissed. Well, like, the Del Rio one I was okay with. Yeah. Because that was that the big rumble. It was the 40-man. That, yeah. that was a 40-man. That was a huge But run. I'm not going to yeah. lie. You might have been the only person in the house that was okay. Like, yeah, because I, I liked you liked like, him. Like, like, everybody else was like, fuck this, man. Like, well. So, like, this is the first one in, like, four or five years where everybody left my house where everybody was like, man, this was a great rumble. This was a really good show. Because multiple years we'd left been like, this fucking sucks. Well, so. let's just talk about why we liked it. Uh, I, 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 I. I agree a little bit, but I also disagree. I felt like the outcome was interesting, and we kind of all saw it coming. Um, mm, yeah. It was either going to be Triple H or Daniel Bryan coming um, at the end, uh, although Daniel Bryan As is still – As you can see by my uh, bets at the bottom. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what would happen. Um, you know, Triple H – obviously, Triple H goes on. Uh, to win it, Cause did you guys think Ambrose was going to win it at the end? I mean, no, Triple H no, not at all. Yeah, once Triple H came, once in, Triple H came out, I go, okay, it, it, I'm not going to lie, he's going to win. He actually got a pop too. He, oh, because no yeah. one wanted Roman Brian Reigns. Brian almost bet on AJ Styles winning, and I said, Brian, if you think make about that it. bet, you, you've got the biggest balls of anybody in this house right now because yeah. that is a ballsy bet. <laughs> I think in the last second he switched it to Triple H. He <laughs> yeah, he told me he that. He started getting a little gun shy. He's like, I really want to do AJ, but I, you know, I'm a Triple H fan for a lot. And he does. He buys he like loves. every new Triple H fan. One thing like I, him and Corey, one the thing I want to say was how much, how much the crowd marked out to Sami Zayn. I was very happy with that. That was one of my favorite moments because they teased it um, the night we all went to NXT yeah, in Winter yeah. Heaven. They had their show in Milwaukee. And they had an altercation between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And a few weeks later, Sami comes running down. He's not He's not going to the main roster right now, but it was he's to continue not. that story, yeah. which yep. is going to happen when he does come back. Yeah. I was kind of shocked there weren't more NXT guys. Everybody was there. I'm glad Bronson Matthews wasn't a part of it. Oh, my God. Because, you know, big <laughs> We action. had a big conversation before that. Would he be considered a surprise if he was in? So, and, you know, and he, Brian, he the official the ref, said he would be a surprise if he came in because yeah, that would be so though. fucking random. But then again, remember the year Bo Dallas won the NXT tournament? He got yeah. in, and that was kind of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, Tommy did it last year. He won his entry with the That's tournament. That's true. Yeah. They had so, yeah. So. But overall, I, I I thought the actual Royal Rumble match was just okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Kane came in. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was just kind of – I knew the Wyatts were going to be eliminated one by one, and then Bray would come in. Like, it was – for me, it was very predictable. Uh, I was actually surprised how long Jericho stayed in. Jericho stayed in way longer. Yeah. He actually got – Yeah, I rewound the tape. The tape. <laughs> it's not tape anymore. <laughs> I rewound it. He actually got a little bit more – on that springboard kick to AJ than he should have because mm-hmm. AJ was down a lot longer yeah. and I remember like just sitting here watching and seeing AJ's reaction like oh shit I think Ouch. I well because he's not a he's not used to working with uh, Chris right so yeah, like he doesn't yeah. he would I don't think he was expecting it no I saw it I re- I saw his reaction when it happened like he almost didn't even react to it it just came up and then it hit him and he had to react in the moment and I think it actually hit him pretty pretty hard well I think 
and I, I'm probably going to use the wrong word for this, but I think Chris Jericho was kind of like AJ's babysitter for the match, or maybe it should be like oh, partner, no, that's like true. big brother. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm going to walk you through this because you've sure. never done this before, sure. so I'm the guy you're going to work with. Like, he, did, he was the one bringing gonna, him in. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. I'm going to be the one who works with you through sure. this to kind of, because you've never that. done yeah. this before, yeah. so he needed like somebody to be, kind of be the, the ring general, if you will, and he's like, look, Stick with me. Me and yeah. you'll duke it out. We'll do yeah. some stuff together. I'll tell you when to lay down. I'll tell you when to get up. Like sure. because Jericho's been in so many of these, he could probably do them in sleep. Absolutely. But, yeah. So, but AJ, this is like this is his first rodeo, so he needed somebody to kind of walk him through. And I, I really feel like Chris. I think this is probably a better word is being the big brother to AJ yeah. right now. Yeah, I sure. really think he's like, hey, we need you in this company. You're a great talent. Like I want to help you really grow in this company and I want to be the guy who helps you do that. I, I love Owens. He's like, welcome to the WWE. Funny story about that. I don't know if you heard it this morning, but no. on the Mike Alta show out of Tampa, yeah. Kevin Owens was there promoting SmackDown. Tell me about it because I, 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 I didn't had to hear go to either. work. And I, I, couldn't listen I to didn't hear the whole so thing. Pissed. I heard the yeah. end of it. He told this great story about AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, tell us. He goes, He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, how he's like, how great was it to have AJ? He's like, oh, it was great. You know, it was even better that I got to eliminate him. Yeah. However, he goes the next day in the hotel, leaving, driving to the arena for the yeah. show, um, to, for the, to see what we're gonna do and yeah. everything. I see AJ on the road. I just rolled down my window. He's like, hey AJ. AJ turns, and looks at go. I threw your ass over the top rope and just took off. <laughs> if I can find the interview, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it, dude. Oh definitely, you gotta it's post hilarious. it, and I'm sure you can because they put the whole show up online yeah. now, so it'd be easy to find. You yeah. just gotta clip it up. The only thing I wish he had said is like, "Welcome to the WWE, bitch." And then throw it over. <laughs> that would have like topped it. Throwing the bitch at the end, I think would have really um, like cemented it. Yeah, and even I don't know, like the overall the overall rumble, you know, it came out, it came down to the final four, which was Ambrose. It was Ambrose Rollins. Rollins, Rollins, Rollins. He came out of nowhere. No, the final four was Rollins. Not Rollins. Rollins is not out. Oh, I'm sorry. Roman Reigns. Sorry, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Triple H, and then was it Jericho? No, 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 no. It wasn't Jericho. Bray. No, he was out because remember. They all threw Brock out, and then everybody like tagged up on them and got them all. I don't out. remember who the fourth person was. Neither one. Either I can't either because I, I remember I was because we were all like, what oh does my that god! Say about the I know mom. it means yeah. I'm old. So I yeah. mean, well, I no, know. but I remember because it was Dean Ambrose. It, well, one because I had Dean Ambrose as my Royal Rumble entry, and I'm like, oh my god, I might win the jackpot tonight. And then it was uh, Roman Reigns, and it was Triple H, and it was I can't even remember who the fourth person was but it was right down there at the end so once once roman reigns went over right when i went out into the you know over the top rope and it was just the final two which was uh ambrose and triple h, h. Yeah. and the crowd marked out like pretty hardcore the, everyone almost triple h went crazy crop chopping nuts he was absolutely like, yeah. like dude calm down yeah like, dude, like don't get Dick another knee that. again yeah. don't get another knee injury <laughs> quads yeah uh, so yeah of course triple h goes on to win and it's going to be interesting to see because obviously there's a post raw. The post raw was I actually was very entertained by the post raw uh, overall. It was actually a pretty good episode. It was. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, a lot had, of matches too. Absolutely. Um, and of course, you got to see was it Jericho versus AJ? AJ. So AJ and Jericho had a match on uh, Raw, which I actually really liked. Uh, I thought Jericho did a great job of you know help facilitating some of the the things, and he took some shots too as well. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it was just a good overall match. I think AJ needed that. 
I, you yeah. know, he wasn't just the guy coming in for a Royal Rumble. You know, he was actually he's legit in the WWE now. And I think that was one thing I was very happy that that the developmental said, "Hey, we're not going to put you in NXT. We're going to put you on the main yeah, roster." Yeah, he. Uh, I think I was part of the straight to the main roster contract, which deal. they don't do mu- they much don't. anymore. They don't. Which also overshadows the fact that um, earlier in the weekend, at the TV tapings on Thursday, Austin Aries showed up. Austin Aries technically show he everything. shows up, but he's not there till like the beginning of March. Really? So that's the episode he's going to be on. Oh, wow. But he's in the company. They're already selling his shirt. Yeah. Are but they really? Yeah. Yeah, it went up. Oh, like it's this way weekend. nicer than AJ's yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, we had a big laugh about that. So, um, Corey had the last, like, AJ Styles shirt before he left the company, like the phenomenal one with mm-hmm. the big logo and everything. And we all said on Monday, uh, your shirt is ten times better than I, WWE's yeah. shirt. Which I'm like... Which, I speaking seen of that, it, that's so a total know. side note, but WWE's got to get new t-shirt people. Their t-shirts lately had been I hot think garbage. it was something they just threw together at the last minute after yeah. his next shirt. I don't want to say the word. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be phenomenal? phenomenal? Oh, jeez. I saw that coming. That's why I didn't want to do it. I hate puns. Yeah. Um but no, it was good. I mean, the, the, just the energy that night, um, and this was in Miami, of course, and they had teased about having someone come back. And, and at first, I didn't know it was in Miami, and I'm like, throw, everyone in the Grapple Manics is throwing out random people. And then it was announced it was a, that we all realized it was in Miami. We're like, oh, of course, it's going to be The Rock. Yeah. So let's talk about that segment because uh, we could go hours just in Raw <laughs> alone. So I was surprised that The New Day came out. I was not expecting that, and that gave me like some – that was oh, like you're not even gonna talk about the pre shit. You ain't even gonna talk about the shit that started off. The oh, movie. okay, yeah. Let's just talk about was he seriously like, like high out of his mind? Dude, that that's night? what Jason yeah. I said yeah, before. Because, before you came yeah. over, we're like, dude, what was he on? Because he was like so like he was slapping people. Like, like I've never seen him. He's like, like that's all right. Or yeah, what hey, we like what's up, like, like, yeah, like, like new catchphrase. Like that's that's our. You're my guy. You're, yeah. Hey, you're all right. And I'm like. Dude, how high is this motherfucker? I feel like like a post workout high, you know? Yeah, seriously. Because he looks jacked. He did. So I mean, I mean, maybe his pre workout hadn't worn off yet. He was still riding that pre workout. Well, I mean, the dude was like, it was white pony, exactly. (laughs) But he was like, but it's Miami, right? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe the weed wasn't the only good thing that night in Miami. Warren Sapp might have been in town. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. But that was crazy. The uh, the pre walking up, and and of course he built it pretty high when he get got to the the curtain or whatever, which was really nice. uh, The way he's building that up. And so you get there, and, he, and obviously he's over and whatnot. I actually felt kind of indifferent to some of it because I felt like The Rock, let's just be honest, The Rock went off script several times. <laughs> Hard. Um, I think like he was off script like, We're going the off script. He could have been off script <laughs> like, the entire When he's time. like, we're going off script, I'm like, oh, this shit's going to get good. But I felt like there was a script even when he got in the no, ring. No, no. And, so. in the, and I've noticed the last three or four years that The Rock's come back, he does this thing now, which – it's fine. He repeats his statement twice so he can think about what he's going to say next. And he's like, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell let you me something tell you right something. now. You know, he does it. I he lost does. my train of thought. Yep. So, but it gives him the time. The workout is starting to wear off <laughs> exactly. right now, and I need him. pony is dead. So he throws out random shit, and you can tell a lot of that stuff he just threw out. Like, he was calling uh, the, the New Day different names and, like, yeah. just doing craziness. What was it he said to 
Big E, he was across of Urkel and somebody else, the Incredible Hulk or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, the, you look like Urkel and the Incredible Hulk had a baby. Yeah. And the then fun- what I love was when Xavier Woods dropped yes, the mic and yeah, he goes, yes. did I, I do, do that? that? I'm yeah, like, no, that nobody got it. No, yeah. no one like, got that it. That is great. I am talking to my friends last night after the show, and I was like, did anyone else catch that? They're like, no. Yeah. Go, go back and watch it. Yeah, PG era yeah. kids weren't even a, a twinkle in their mother's eye when when that show was on. So <laughs> I hated well, I that don't show, know, but I'm like, man, that that's awesome. I always yeah. wanted to slap that Urkel kid, <laughs> even when he was Stefan. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Urkel. 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 Not while well, I'm boring. Sorry, old school there. Uh, sorry. Uh, anyways, but I I loved. I actually really loved the the back and forth. I thought it was great. I, it was hilarious. And the new day. I also think the new day kind of went off a little bit and kind of was improvising because they didn't expect the Rock to say some of the things he mm, said. Like penises. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what the? I mean, this. Llama no, dicks. no, no. Yeah. These are horns. Yeah. Horns. And then you had a llama's okay. penis uh, chant from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. It's trending right now. Llama's penis. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And then of course he's like. That you gotta wonder how a big man was in the back, like you have a heart palpitation. Like all of a sudden, we're gonna go off script. What? It was after ten o'clock. They can get away with it. Yeah, but he was going down. The Hogan thing. Oh, I was like, ooh, ooh. how's that gonna go over? All right, all right. That was before ten p.m. Yeah. Was that before ten? I don't know. But he was having fun with it. But overall, I enjoyed it. I didn't catch the, I didn't catch the Hogan comment when he he made did that kid. Yeah. So. Because the kid, he was like, what's your name? He's like, it's Hulk Hogan, brother. And he's like, oh, we must be good night, Miami. Because the other guy knew. He's like, my name's Timmy. I'm the Undertaker. I'm yeah, still. it's like, you know, like he got the bit. But the other guy was like, I'm going to be in character the whole time. He's like, weed's good Miami. Which, did you see how red that night guy's nose was? Yes, yeah, Hulk Hogan. That guy was drunk or Fuck. Yeah. Well, Hogan always has a red nose. Well, that's true. Well, again, that guy was drunker than fuck. I, I thought it was really good, though. I enjoyed that. And what else happened in that in Raw? I forgot after that. It kind of fizzled out for me a little bit. No, no, I got no. Tired. They, they, they announced the, the triple threat that's match. That's true. Let's talk about that real quick. For Fastlane, which yep. I think is really cool. It's going to be the number one contenders match, which is kind of like Roman Park D. So it's Brock Lesnar. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and whoever wins gets to fight Triple H at Mania, which I'm like, that's pretty interesting. Because in all honesty, either, well, minus Roman Reigns, two of the three guys, I don't mind seeing fight Triple H for the title at WrestleMania. I've got a bad feeling it's going to be Brock, just so it's Brock versus Triple H, because that's a big matchup. It'll get yeah, a big we've money, had that three times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. That's why, I, even as much I hate Roman Reigns, I almost rather see... Roman Reigns versus Triple H because that's new. Well, they've really already had a feud they've been building, and too. That, yeah. that, that's the story, and yeah. it's that's probably a safe bet. Yeah. Um, and if that is, I mean, Roman, he's good. Yeah. He's they've not the a, greatest They've done a better wrestler. job. They've he's done a better job a in the better. last But when he's in the ring with someone like Triple H who can make you look a thousand Amazing. times better than you are, Absolutely. that is a safe bet. Yeah. I think Dean probably might be part of the, uh, if they do another ladder match, yeah. Hopefully not, because that knocked him out for a while last time. That's true. That's right. Um, Brock is too much of a story with the, with with uh, the Wyatt family. Yeah, yeah. I think that like because of what happened in the Rumble, I think that's an easy story. It's easy. Yeah, match it's to a go safe with what's easy. There's going to be a lot of yeah. safe matches at Mania this yeah. year. And but also, it gives it gives more. It, too, well, yeah. One good thing about it is it gives more people uh, more people eyes on Fastlane that probably wouldn't have watched it before. That's a pretty yeah. good triple threat match. Yeah, and they want Fastlane to be like another big pay per view. They do. Yeah. That sets up Mania and all this yeah, stuff. Exactly. How like Elimination Chamber used to be. Right. Yeah. Or 
No Way Out used to be. Sure. Back in the way. Back so that, that gives more, you know, and obviously if you're a new subscriber, when you subscribe, it's your first month's free anyway. So people yeah. might check out Fastlane who hadn't f- have the network before. Yeah. Which I can't believe there's anybody now at this point has not at least checked it's at out. Is it 1.4 million now, right? Yeah. Is the last count I, se- I checked? And plus you got to have a brand new account to get that free so month. So 1.4 million subscribers is pretty decent. Yeah. You just need to have a new ad- email address that they don't have. So I have really? technically two accounts. I canceled one. Oh, okay. And I gotcha. switched it over to a different okay, email. Gotcha. Allegedly, folks. Allegedly, <laughs> if you get a new insider, email account. <laughs> insider tip. Yeah. So, so, yeah, these last 90 minutes, we've kind of gone over you know, lots of different things and scenarios. If you have thoughts. I want to ask one yeah. more question sure. to you guys before we cut it off because I know we're getting late. Um, and it's been 90 minutes. Do you think because Seamus already used the money in the bank, we will have a money in the bank this year at WrestleMania? Because I think we will. There's no – well, they could. Um, but there's, there's no – You could still do it and still have the money in the bank pay-per-view, even if you had two briefcases floating around. I think uh, you could still do yeah, that. Yeah, I think you guys touched about this a few episodes back. You were saying they could still have the pay-per-view and have the money in the bank match. Yeah. Yep. I think they should kind of expand it to – if they do one at WrestleMania and make that for the WWE title, yeah, and the other one could be for the secondary titles, yeah, right. That would be really good, actually. You could, down that you make that point, like have somebody that has a Money in the Bank, but it's only for like the Intercontinental, because that would make it more interesting. Because like, oh my God, so and so's got the Money in the Bank for the Intercontinental title. Like, you don't know when they're going to cash in. That gives that belt a little bit more yeah. urgency. I still think they need to. Um, what the word I want to unify? Unify the, those two belts. Maybe I don't. But I don't know. especially if they're talking, because everybody's clamoring for another brand split. And at this I'm point, I'm okay with that. And they're kind of getting you, that big roster again. Well, they are. And the other thing too is like they're saying, like, look, we got to get these ratings up for SmackDown now that we're in USA. We got to do something. Yeah. I could see like them telling USA, look, we're going to Mania. After Mania, we're going to do the brand split again. And then once we split this roster in half, people are going to want to see this show to see this guy and this show to see this other guy. So people tune into both again. I don't know how they're going to do it pay-per-view-wise. Well, like they, they split up the year like yeah. they did before and still where do. Was My like favorite pay-per-view one, of the yeah. time was the bragging rights. Oh, where it was yeah. SmackDown versus Raw. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They do that and that actually that was awesome. makes it a good pay-per-view. And that was usually the pay-per-view where they sold – uh, the video game because it was like the same month the video it's game usually came like out. October yeah. yeah yeah so it was it was great like they've got a lot of options going forward but they've got to build up that SmackDown brand because if I'm USA and be like look guys you got to do something to make these ratings bigger because they've got literally one third of their primetime hours is WWE programming they're like look you got to do something to get these ratings up well, so we can get our ad dollars what we said what we said before was the rate the, the highest rating smackdown has had in over a year was super smackdown live so you got to wonder if they, if they end they up might going, start going live, to live yeah like, on Tuesday they've been talking about that. I mean that would break up the, the travel schedule a little bit yeah. give them some days off in between sure or do a house show or something sure and yeah why not I mean, if they can get numbers like they did on Super SmackDown Live, I, I'd, yeah, I'd be down for it. Can you have the show start? <clears throat> Even if they didn't do it live, but they are did like on a tape delay the same day like they used to do with ECW. They used to with the ECW. Yeah. Like, they did it on a tape delay, and they would tape the ECW matches in the middle of the SmackDown taping. Yeah. And so they could still get it out in time for the feed. Sure. And, you know, and I wouldn't mind doing that because I think that's part of the reason they don't go to the live. It's because... SmackDown usually is the younger guys, the guys they want to maybe 
give the tape delay to a case of a botch or something. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the roster now is so stacked with good talent, they don't have to worry about the botches as much as No, I mean, the botches the are natural. They're going to happen. And, and they happen on Raw still. I oh, mean, absolutely. You know, so, I don't know. I think they've got a lot of good options. I think uh, WWE is in what you call the catbird seat going forward. Like, they, they have got – you know they've got the choice of what they're going to do going forward. Yep. So, so give us some your thoughts on the Rumble, the, the state of the WWE, and all that at hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com. And we we'll give big shout out to Grapple Maniacs and its founder, the president, the CEO, the chairman of the board. Woo! Sean. Oh, sorry, not Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Cook, and that's of course. Uh, Grapple Maniacs, G R A P P L E M A N I A C S. So there That's you right. go. Logo up. done by Oh Johnny here. There you go. Oh wow. Which uh, inside tip, if you if you go to the Grapple Maniacs, let's see if you can name I took the letters from pa- past pay per views from WCW and uh, WWE slash WWF and I, I took the letter off of Different ones and maybe we together. should make that a game. Like if somebody can name them, can all name I think, them, I think actually that, that could be our very first contest. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be a great contest. I don't know what you win, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, we've got happy hour koozies. There we go. Yeah. We can mail some happy hour. Do we koozies. have any more of those WrestleMania 30 koozies, Kyle? I've got no. <laughs> I finally got rid of them all, but I'm not gonna lie. I found a new koozie place that does them pretty cheap. Not staples? No, not <laughs> not staples. Not the people I had before. So I think we might be able to do that because I I'm kind of thinking about maybe this year doing koozies again. If you know, if I can get the right the amount of line. So yeah. definitely go to Grab Maniacs if you love pro wrestling like we do. Go in there and join in on the conversations and share it with your friends and let's all have fun talking about the art of the squared circle. Yep. So. And don't forget to find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Don't forget to give our page a like. Also, hit us up on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show. And don't forget, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three uh, hashtags you need to put in the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH, HH podcast, podcast Show. And hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the loose. loose. Later. See you. See you guys.